0: I have two BirdCasts coming out this week. This one with Mikey Rowe and Thursday. I'll give you a teaser. Their name's drawing with Bug Denson and Sorry I'm Here. Go to birdbirdbird.com. This is the
1: BirdCast.
0: Perfect. We're recording. All right. In the man cave, Mikey Rowe. I can venture to say, I would venture to say, no one that listens to my podcast is probably familiar with you at all. No. I'm have you ever, Have you ever done any? Is this your first TV show? First TV show, absolutely. Really? what the fuck What did I do with my beer? All right, let me get my phone and my beer. Um, what was the experience like? What did you like it?
2: I loved it. I mean, especially with my show. Try to
0: talk, try to talk like right around, like right around here just to get make sure it's an even level. Gotcha. Cuz I get fucking people shitting on me for my sound constantly. <laughs> so so what did you think? Did you like it? I had a
2: blast. I mean, especially with my show. I'm traveling around. I mean, wait, hold on. Are you doing the the pre-recorded uh, travel answers they suggested it? No, no. This is just me on the fly. Those answers. things
0: those things are fucking so helpful. I really shit on it originally. Right. The first time I did Birth Conqueror, they put me into a hotel room in San Antonio with the, a guy to teach me how to do media i was like bitch i've been doing media my whole fucking life right i felt like i said i literally thought felt, felt like i would gone to a hotel room to buy drugs and i had to listen to a ho- the dealer tell me a story <laughs> you know like when you just like this long-winded story and you're like this is fucking gonna take forever i just want dr- the drugs and get out of here but um but it was it was really fucking helpful and i actually said i wished i had gone to him for trip flip because they they really teach you what to
2: and not say right and they cater it to with your show and whatnot, yeah. And to really get the right things, it'll be like, to, well, don't say it like that, but say it like this. And I understand you're like, what you're oh. saying, so try to get your message clear. Like that makes a lot more sense. I never would have fucking thought of that.
0: Yeah, no. So okay, wait, So give me the answers. Tell me what they told you to say. I'm gonna I'm gonna interview like like the like like they taught us. So so Mikey,
2: tell me about your show. Uh, the show is called Feed the Beast. It's uh, about me traveling around the country, finding America's best late night food joints. Uh, anything open past midnight, all the way to the morning. Uh, whether you uh, just got off work, <laughs> cop, fireman, hospital worker—that's ah, fucking
0: good. Bar- I like that. I like that a lot.
2: Bartenders, yeah,
0: there we go. Or
2: you had a good night out. That yeah. and that is you.
0: <laughs> that is me. That is where I came up with this
2: show. My 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 dad always. You know, I've been in LA for shit twelve years now, and. <laughs> You know, trying everything. I went to film school. I wanted to write, produce, direct, act, whatever. And I loved it all. And then when I created the show and sold it, I told my dad, I'm like, fucking see? Because all the time he would he'd be like, what the fuck? Are you just partying out there? Yeah. Is that what you're doing out there? No, it's like, research. no, dad, I'm researching. <laughs> and then I finally called him. I'm like, I sold the show. So all great. this research finally paid off. He's like, yeah, yeah. The one in a million thing that you ended up doing for that to pay off. I was like, well, you know.
0: So so uh, that's great. Then no, what did they tell you? Are there any things that you're supposed to avoid? Um, like my big question for Bert the Conqueror when we did it was why you, and I and I didn't really have an answer to
2: that because I was like I, I don't know yeah I get a, I get the why me uh, are you a chef yeah no you know uh, but it was a debate uh, for me to go to culinary school or film school. I picked the two things that are the worst things to try to make it in the planet. My dad would have been better off telling me. I was like, clown? You yeah. Want go for that. Uh,
0: <laughs> rodeo
2: clown? Yeah. the rodeo. There's a better chance. There's a lot of rodeos.
0: Become a professional roper. Yeah. You've got to – there's a small pool. You know what I was told by an Olympic athlete? Handball. You want to join the Olympics
2: right now? Handball. See, I want to do – we should do this. This would be funny as shit. I want to do a documentary of us trying out for, for Soshi Russia, which you know Russia well. Yeah. For the curling team, because uh, curling is hard as fucking shit. But you do know that our curling team, all they do is just get fucked up and drink, and like they don't give a shit when they get there. because I know they're going to get—they're getting murdered by everybody.
0: I want to say that I practiced with our curling team, but I played Wait.
2: thousands of hours of shuffleboard.
0: Maybe I think not, it would be all right. Maybe not. Maybe that was in Ireland or Scotland. I played a shuffleboarded one time, like the shuffle. The, no, I'm thinking of curling. Yeah, Yeah, it's so fucking hard. It's so hard. It just doesn't look that good. I
2: know it doesn't, but let me tell you something. It's a giant... stone block you throw on it ice and it's just so hard it's about the path but to see if me you know and you we'd have to yeah. get the guy that's really in shape to do the brushing yeah, i feel <laughs> like if you gave me a solid weekend on a rink i could figure it out that's what i mean and that i think that would be a fun lesson for us just to go do anyway yeah and film it and watch our ass fall on the ice i'm telling you though handball professional handball that's this olympic athlete i, f- I
0: forget his name and I'm, i apologize because i spent a day the with handball him He's really with cool your hand Yes, we don't have a, f- a presence
2: in the Olympics. That's still in the Olympics. Yeah, and there's and they just got rid of fucking wrestling. And it, I don't know if you've been in New York, but there's Puerto
0: Rican dudes up up, no, up on the up at the top of the island that fucking kill at that shit. Somebody's go in with some equipment, take these dudes, take them out to Salt Lake City or or to to not Salt Lake City to uh, Boulder or wherever they train the Colorado Springs, right. and get them into fucking shape. Get them. I'm telling you, man.
2: So anyway, so, so, so uh, film school or culinary film school? Film school or culinary school. Ended up going to film school up in Santa Barbara. Went from Arizona State. Where'd you grow up? Uh, Dallas. Born in South really? Carolina. Grew up in Dallas. Really? I was a wrestler and football player, and uh, I had the choice to go to the Air Force Academy, which my dad's a very straight arrow, conservative guy, That that was where I was going. And yeah. I decided about two weeks before I had to make a commitment, because it's four years in two your commitment, or four years in, four-year commitment to the Air Force afterwards Oh, eight i was years? like well shit i don't want to be 27 david Robinson. yeah i don't want to be 27 and then decide what i want to do and i'm not the best you know when it comes to discipline and structure like that so i decided not to instead i went to the complete opposite went to fucking arizona state the number one party school ranked during that time yeah. when i went to college um went there because i was gonna walk on the wrestling team decided that i picked the wrong sport to be fucking good at because ufc didn't exist like you yeah. heard about these guys fighting in oklahoma in a cage, and they're like, "Dude, these guys beat the shit out of each other for five hundred dollars." Yeah, and I'm like, well, that Sounds terrible." Do you think you could have? Do you think if, if UFC had been around, do you think that would have been something you actually would have slid into? I think so. I mean, I always did wrestling. I didn't do it as boxing or anything, and I that would be the. You're train a big on. dude.
0: You're like you're like me. You're like me, and like not to. I mean, obviously, I should say this by the way before anyone stops listening. Uh, for reasons that uh, that they get they get cut off and they get pulled away from this podcast and you pick it up later. Mikey's new show airs on the Travel Channel. I will post this Tuesday morning. It airs Wednesday night at nine o'clock. Nine o'clock at nine o'clock. It's called Feed the Beast. And so uh, we met. We met. We met one night drinking. I think at an event. Yeah, David. No, no, in that event, David, we were David in town,
2: and David called you As was like, come out.
0: Yeah, oh, he's like, he's like, I got these new guys, we got a, this new guy I got a show with, you got to meet him, so we went out drinking, we had a great time, uh, you and your two buddies who I think helped you package the show, or? Yeah, Ben and Dan Newmark, they're yeah. executive producers on it, they're the ones I brought the idea to, and... You guys um, made a sizzle, it got to travel, travel then took it to Sharp Entertainment, who was, and was, and is Adam's... Uh, production company Adam Richmond, who was just on the podcast, and was my production company. They were the guys technically that discovered me. Right. Dan Adler and Matt Sharp, uh, Bob. There's a whole group over there. And even more fittingly, is that uh, your team for Feed the Beast is my old team for Birth the Conqueror. So you've got Bonnie, you've Aaron. got, Aaron, you've got, yeah, you've got my whole. So it's like, so it's like I remember, I remember talking to uh, Bonnie about it. And I was like, you know, like how, like, you know, how's everything going? If there's ever anything, if he ever wants to talk, I can totally, you know, because hosting a show is really fucking tough, especially for travel, because you got to be brand conscious. You know, they're, they're great. They're a great brand to work for. I will say that wholeheartedly. Everyone at the network's cool as shit. They're always want to support you. They always want to promote you. I'm telling you when I say this, I've never been happier with an employer in my entire
2: life. And I love Sharp. Yeah. And they're, they're loyal with their, they want to develop a host. Yeah. and keep them and they recycle you you know they use you for other shows because they don't right, let me tell you they don't want to have all these shows. you are a travel channel host welcome to the club type thing yeah right? it's welcome to the club and if then, you then they're you like survive then you're gonna have a you know a good time and a good life and a, a job that's gonna be around for a while oh I, th-
0: I never say no to them whenever they call and they go mikey we got a show for you just go awesome i'm in yeah. i've done that my whole career and i have done shit i've they've done i've done they've given me phone calls and they're like we have a new show it's gonna be you and sam brown right now is all that's in um it shoots in like two weeks, but you're already going to be on the road. Is that going to be a problem? I just was like, no, don't. I didn't even ask what the show was. You know what they did? They flew me to Italy to drive a Ferrari down the coast. Oh, I, it's like when the dream trip thing. Yes, and oh. I was like, ah, oh, yes. Yeah. Are you shitting me? <laughs> They're the. It's the best company in the world, and I was like, and you know, obviously, anyone that I, that you know that is you've got, got a new show on there. I want to promote their show. Cause I want more eyes on the network Absolutely. so that when my show comes out, those eyes that have been watching you see me, see Adam, see that new guy, uh, new guy. Um, damn it. Uh, Kevin Michael Conley. Oh yeah, yeah. That Kevin guy, Michael Conley that guy is He's fucking fantastic. I haven't seen his show. I just uh, I just did it on TV today. What's his name? It's a great name. Uh, armed, armed and ready. ready. Yeah, armed yeah. and ready. And so I'm dying to see his show. I just TVO'd yours and his show today. Nice. And so uh, so yeah, so I'm my whole point. It's like more eyes on the network, more people, more ratings for us. Absolutely. Share the fucking wealth.
2: Yeah, for sure. And you know, with shows like you know, and you bringing in your audience from your comedy and everything. You know, Travel Channel's audience is an older audience, and I think with you, with your comedy, you're bringing in a younger. And I know with my show, you're going to get that. Yeah. You know, um,
0: your show is definitely the probably one of the hipper shows this network's got.
2: Yeah, I think so. I mean, it's it's got that young brand to it that you know, yes, all walks of life will eat late night food, but you're looking at the age group of you know 20 to 35 that are really honing in on this to do that. Yeah. Um, So yeah, I'm, I'm excited, man. I I love the show. I love. The atmosphere of just late night food, anyway. You know, it's great hours
0: too. Your art, it's like they just
2: folded it into your regular lifestyle. Yep, because yeah, you are it. you are a late night dude. You've- yeah. If I'm not shooting this show, and You're- you were, you'd find me out of this place. <laughs> I am that guy. I am the guy that you will interview. And I'm just like I'm on blueberry pancakes <laughs> and chicken and spaghetti. <laughs> and that's funny too. If you go to late night food with a group of people, look how different. Everybody's meal are what you got like it's not consistent at all. It's yeah. all over the map on what people order. <laughs> you literally have like ice cream with bananas and the other guy has like a pork tenderloin. Yeah. And then the next guy has breakfast of some sort. And it's just all spread out. Because everybody's palate late night, completely different.
0: Oh, mine if my late night meal now is like chicken breast with a ton of jalapenos.
2: Right. Well, especially I'm doing the same thing, getting down my weight, and it was oh, just it like sucks. Well, during the show, you know, the one thing they told me, like you're doing a food show, you cannot you know get fat don't do that yep. and i'm like that's fine you know and I, I had lost a lot of weight getting you know lined up for the show getting ready and then i started you know i'd run in, in between each show and about three three weeks in i get a call from my brother we had shot a movie two years ago um that i was in and i weighed i weighed about 255 260 what do you know uh about 229 somewhere yeah. right there. um and i was about 255 when i shot the movie and we ended up – it ended up getting picked up and sold to uh, Fox, Fox yeah. New Regency. And they wanted to uh, reshoot a lot of stuff and add scenes and intercut. So my <laughs> brother calls me and goes, good news. I'm like, what? He goes, we got the movie set up. I'm like, all right. Yeah. And he's like, eh, I need you to gain your way back in a month. We were shooting in October, and this is – Beginning of September. We're shooting October 4th. This is beginning of September. Shut up. And I'm like, Bobby, come on, man. What do you – he's yeah. like, you got to do it, dude, or you're not going to be in it. Like, they're going to cut you out or cut around you because you won't match at all. Yeah. yeah, continuity. I'm like, all right, let's do this. And big milkshake before I went to bed. Didn't I'm not caring. Uh, you know, on the show, I would try stuff but then finish it, which yeah. I never do. Yeah. And you don't really see it as much because it was like, in the last two episodes that I had probably put on like eight pounds – but it was the, la- the next, like, three weeks. I ended up – again 28 pounds. In- Holy shit. <laughs> five- 28 pounds. I like, always wanted five to gain – Donuts, man. Donuts are the, the- – that's the best thing to gain weight. It's five weeks to put on 28, and it's it will take me a total of about 20 to get it off. I'm down – I got up to 253. Shut up. Uh, I got up to 253, and now I'm down right now about, like, 230 or whatever. So I got up, like, 23. I got about five more to go from where I was when I started. You know what? Fuck those guys that say you can't eat the food. I eat all the food on travel, too. <laughs> well, I eat it, but like I'm eating so much I know. of this shit, too. Because yours is
0: straight meal, meal, meal. Like, right. we've had the days where, where, like, we go in to shoot, and it's like, and they make a great meal. And then you eat it, and then you have a great meal for dinner, and you eat it, and then, yeah. then everyone goes out to dinner, and you eat that, too. Yeah. But here's what I do. I This is my big tip that I that – this is stupid, but I got this Fitbit that I've talked about ad nauseum. Oh yeah,
2: the little bug
0: thing. It's a little thing that I carry. I carry it on me at all times. It measures my calories. How many steps? Yeah, how many steps? It's like. And so what I do is I eat the food. I don't give a shit. I love food. And, like, we went to Chicago. We went to Al's Beef's mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm eating Al's Beef. I remember watching oh, people eat that, and I want that shit. Yeah. And I, I don't
2: limit myself when I want yeah. something. I just know I have to work harder. But sometimes the producers will be like, just take a bite and spit it out. Right. So I think that's what Guy Ferrari does. And so. Yeah. I mean, in, in my show, I'm taking bites of stuff. And you never see me finish anything on camera. but. Look, when something was really good, I <laughs> sat there that doing shit. the next setup with a shot. Murder I'm, that shit. <laughs> just <eating it> down. <laughs> There's a scene of me uh, in Chicago. in the Kingston Mines. And uh, uh, you ever been there? No. It's amazing. It's a blues club. Old, old blues club. But they have barbecue until four o'clock in the morning. They have two different stages running blues all night. Uh, and there's just a scene of me just eating barbecue, like, watching the blues, and I'm just crushing these ribs. Really? Just crushing it. And oh, I fucking love ribs, yeah, too. and then after that, then they decide they want to do something else with food. I'm like, shit. Yeah. I didn't know you we were doing anything else. <laughs> I just ate all of those ribs, and now my reaction may not be as good, but I'm just, like, forcing something down. I'm like, this is good. Now, you, you, you are pretty fucking wired into the late-night scene. Yeah, I mean, it's been part of my life you know i I am a night owl i go out i seek out the good times at night and i love food and i i'm a big fan of you know getting something in your stomach before you go to bed but you always know like like i remember i think anna told me she was like you gotta go out mikey in
0: la he knows everybody
2: yeah, I, I've been here for a long time. I'm a social guy, you know. Yeah. Like I like, and
0: you got people. a big likable face. I like. I just, I tried to describe you as someone as a mix, as if um, Zach Alvanakis and Ryan Dunn had a son, and who was an
2: MMA fighter. <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then you throw in Zach Brown, the country star, too. Holy shit! I didn't even think about that. Well, we I, just if I put on a beanie, it's bad. If you, uh, it's bad. That I went, that night we
0: went out, I remember the bouncers were like, it's Zach Galifianakis. Let him in. And yeah. I was like.
2: And, I, <laughs> and the crazy fucking thing is if you put a picture of me next to Galifianakis. We look nothing nothing, Nothing alike. Nothing alike. Now, Zach Brown. Zach Brown. Ryan Dunn. Yeah. When, when Ryan passed away on the cover of USA Today, I get a call from my dad. There's a picture on USA Today that says Jackass Star dies. My dad calls me because all he read was Jackass dies. Oh, shut up. And the fuck he literally up. called me and was like. What the fuck's going on? I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, what is going on? (laughs) I thought you were dead. Yeah, and I was like, I'm I'm your son, Dad. You don't recognize me. That's that's not me. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. there is there is a striking similarity. Do you ever meet Ryan Dunn? Uh, Yeah, I met him at a wedding in Philly. Yeah, my buddy John Dornbos uh, plays for the Eagles. Yeah, and uh, and Ryan's from Philly. Yeah, and uh, yeah, he was at the wedding, and yeah, I was sitting there talking to him. Such a nice guy. He was the greatest. greatest. Can I I tell
0: you another little fit, little interesting little footnote in life? Ryan Dunn, it was between like me, Ryan Dunn, and two other dudes to do Birth of Conqueror. Right, and so we all went to a theme park for the day, hung out, and uh, shot the shit. And we didn't really connect with the other two dudes. One of the dudes is like an alternative comedy dude who now who wrote who ended up having a very nice career. Wrote for like for like Tina Fey. Oh, yeah, he's, that'd, yeah. That'd and um, and then the other guy we didn't really. He was like a he was like a he was on like Survivor or some shit. Yeah. And but Ryan and I got clicked really quickly, and and were laughing the entire time, and I was like, "Well, I did not expect him to be a genuine and nice and down to earth."
2: Yeah, he's a, like when I met him at the wedding. Of course, I talked to him. I'm like, "I get you all the time," and he looks yeah. and he goes, "I get you all the time." I'm like, "Fuck you, <laughs> asshole!" Thanks <laughs> though. So. But it's, yeah. I'm telling you, it's the the big red beard is universal. Yeah, I mean, it, as soon as people see it, they they want to believe who they see. So they had go with it. Yeah. I mean, I was in Thailand when they were shooting Hangover 2. Are you serious? Yeah. And it was a horrible idea. I mean, because – Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> I'm walking around. And there's like, no way you could have I'm known. on one of those little, like, tuk-tuk boats, like, you're coming up on an island, and I'm standing up. And this is when I weighed, you know, heavier, so I had the big gut out there just so yeah. you can see. And from a distance, you know, you see people standing up on the beach, and they're like – and they're just filming as we all go in the whole time. Yeah. I'm like, God – but, you know, but as I said, you put a picture of me next to Galvin, I guess we look nothing alike. You and Zach look nothing alike. No, but everybody just wants to assume. Though I was him for Halloween two years ago and murdered it. Oh, We're I. will show you a picture of that. Oh, seriously? Yeah, I'll take a second. Zach, have
0: that. you ever met Zach? I've never met him. He's the fucking nicest guy in the world. I, like, it's so funny. I wonder if it's just because when you people that, like, the type of person that grows a big beard is always going to be nice.
2: Or if there's some sort of like. I, I think there's something to it. I mean. I have a beard, but it's like, but
0: like, uh, but like it's not. I said, there's a comic named, I'm fucking angry that I'm for, slipping on his name right now because I know him pretty well. Um, fuck. Fuck oh, shit, he's got a big beard, and right now everyone's going, oh, I know exactly who you're talking about. But uh, but I told him one time, I was like, he's got a beard like yours, and I was like, yeah, i got to trim my beard. And he was like, you're not allowed to call that a beard around me. Oh, not at all. Yeah. I mean, this, you're
2: JV but at, at best. <laughs> the, whole, the whole beard club, you know, I can walk into a bar or a restaurant or whatever, party, and yeah. I can look at a guy across the room, What's up? You know he's, I got his back. Yeah. We're, we're good. If something goes down, <laughs> shit goes down, the big beard. Was, so wait, How do you trim your beard? Do you uh, – I you go scissors? to a place called the Proper Barbershop on 3rd. I went to one of those events. Um, you know, in Hollywood, they throw the events where they have free shit, you know, this swag yeah. thing. Well, they – one of these events had uh, – they brought the Proper Barbershop. You can get a clean shave and a haircut. And I went – these guys are great. I mean, they're all covered in tats. It's like a men's only barbershop. Shut. Cool as you shit. You just opened a fucking new Pandora's box you for me. You gotta go. You gotta come. You gotta. I'll, I should walk you in there. They'd shit. Yeah, I would they've f- talked about you too they they love you oh god damn I'm fucking am obsessed with but I just trimmed my beard
0: today because I was growing out what I do is I sometimes I'll grow out the chin a little longer right. than the sides to try
2: to like sculpt my face because I have a fat face well that's what the length on mine helps thin thin mine out is having it come down and yeah. keep this shorter than the other but they're great you walk in you can have a beer you know they give you a god, beer you sit and down. It's, called it's called
0: the proper barbershop proper on barbershop third, on in, third. Between,
2: in between what? Crescent Heights in Fairfax, I think. It's okay. Great. Okay. It's right that's like there. near the improv. Yeah,
0: yeah. Not far yeah. from there. Oh, that's fucking awesome. I'm going there. I'm All definitely right. – I'll call you. Let's go together.
2: Yeah, we'll go. I'm going to go
0: actually soon. Uh, I'm probably going to go this week. I get back. I got to go to Puerto Rico tomorrow. Oh, that sucks. Or Monday. But uh, but I probably shouldn't tell everyone I'm out of the country. <laughs> I'm fucking <laughs> I'm always out of the country. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's
2: the thing with Facebook. Okay. Facebook and Twitter these days. Everybody's like, yeah. heading two weeks to Cabo San Lucas. Like <laughs> every guy that wants to rob a house is like, sweet. <laughs> Good to go. Are you guys gonna do an international for your show, you think? God, I, mean, God, I hope, I wish, so, so much I would love international, to, you know. so much fun. If everybody listening to this watches, yeah, you know, then I may be
0: able to get to do it. If I, I think this more. I think this show is gonna take off. I, would, I thought it was when I when I first heard the pitch, I was like it's such a great it's such a great fit for what yeah, like, what what how I use travel channel. Right. You know,
2: and it's fun. It's it's mine's a fun show driven by food. Yeah. You know, we don't get too technical on the food. You get to I show you four places everywhere. I pick one at the end of the night, which I thought was the best and all encompassing of, you know, just good times, people there, and food. You yeah. know um, May not be your favorite when you go out. Mine could be fav- Could be different next time I go to that city. But for that night, you know, that's what it was. You know, I hit up four places in a night and just back to back to back and it's just r- rushing through the night. And it's all those times where when you go visit a city. You're on, you're on party mode when you go visit a city and you know yeah. you're going to go out. It's the whole reason. When you but travel, you, you go out dr- drinking, is what you definitely do when right. you go out traveling. And when you think about it, like, if you think about just a little bit ahead of time, like, shit, I know I'm going to go out. I know I want to crush something later. Yeah. Where do I go? And that's, we put it out there for you, at least give you four good options. They're normally all pretty different. You know, we don't do like two burger places or anything like yeah. that. You know, really, yeah, I went to Koreatown here and went to a place. Where, where. Did, you eat? where did you eat in LA? Um, I did Berry's Pizza Cafe on third. Uh, oh wait it's like crazy they have lobster pizza but it's like a high it's like high end it's not just like a pizza joint yeah and they're open to like 4 o'clock in the morning but they have like a velvet rope and a bouncer shut the it's, fuck up all these, it's like a club inside really it's like after hours to eat um and then it coals downtown the french dip sandwich oh they got great their mixology down there is amazing too really um great mixologist uh where else did I go 25 degrees at the Roosevelt okay uh big burgers you know they're open 24 hours so wait, what cities did you do in your first? Do you do in your first season? Uh, New York, yeah, Austin, okay. Chicago, San Francisco, Seattle, and L.A. Wow, those are great cities yeah, to go party a Good in. spread around, yeah, great party cities spread out across the country, um, and it was fun. I mean, it's just just a good time. Oh, you it's know? a blast! I mean, it's, it's literally a if you blast. Just, I've been saying for a long time, I'm like God, just just follow me with the camera and let me go out at night, and then. I yeah. will have something fun, and that's literally what we end up get you know get to do. So now, do you do you hang out with any celebrities in LA? I do. I have some like friends who, that I've been like with. Anyway. Like, like who? Just I, gossip. Just gossip. Just
0: fucking tell me. Um, I'm such a name dropper. I will drop <laughs> names so quickly.
2: You know, it's not like any you know, like they're not massive. Just people I've known for ten years out here. Jensen Ackles is a really good friend of mine. He's on the TV show Supernatural. Okay, it's been on for like nine years. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Um, my buddy Riley Smith has been one of my best friends. He's been you know on and off different tv shows and he was had a big stint on 24 and like yeah. you yeah know, huge you know but i have my friends out here you know yeah. that i've just known i did they were didn't do anything basically when i met him we get to see people grow and it's kind of neat. It neat it comes with being in la watching people you know move up the ladder
0: yeah it's badass when you see someone uh when you see someone get an opportunity and then almost kind of take off, and then and you're almost like you almost want to go. I knew them when. Like I mean, like not and not to bring Zach up again, but I will because he's such a, a really a great guy. But like I, I really, I really feel bad for the majority of America who only discovered him through The Hangover, right? Because he was such a prolific, and that's a real. If Zach hears this, he's going to be like, mm, dial it back. He was to watch do stand up. Yeah. He was so fucking yeah, good live at the Purple Onion. Oh, and w- I used to see him at the improv like every night he'd be there and he was he would push buttons, he would take chances that no one was taking and he was just and you'd go sit by the bar and he'd talk to you for an hour about just nothing. Ne- never want to talk about stand up, just bullshit.
2: Right. You know, and was such a great guy and it stinks that now ultimately that that you know, it's it's he's known as Alan, and that, yeah. you know, and that's where people know him the guy from the Hangover, not just a- brilliant comedian. Yeah, exactly. Wolfpack, you know. Right, right. And but he's still I mean he's he's
0: st- always going to be a brilliant comedian. He's never going to stop doing that. Right. But man, I mean I saw him do this. I saw him at this event one time. I never forget my manager was like you got to see this. This is before anyone knew anything about him coming out in a unitard and an orphan Annie outfit. <laughs> And then having a curtain raise and having fifty go- black gospel singers singing, <laughs> singing a song, for- and him like it was it was he was just taking bizarre chances that were paying off. But it's kind of that's the cool thing about Hollywood. What did you it, you moved here straight from right out of college?
2: Yeah, I went to uh, Brooks Institute of Photography and Film up in Santa Barbara, and then came straight down here. Do so your brother live out here? Yeah, my brother lives in uh, Newport now. Older, younger? Older. He played baseball at UCLA. Really? Yeah. So he was. You know, I would. I would actually spend a lot of time down here, even though I was up in Santa Barbara, um, just because I was knew I was going to end up moving down here, and I wanted yeah. to meet people in LA and get in the you know the scene of who what the hell I'm going to do. I didn't know anybody else in the city except my brother. Yeah. Um. So he lived in Westwood. So even at, even right when I graduated high school, I moved directly from Texas out to California and lived with my brother before I went to Arizona State and really? uh, just hung out that whole time. I, amazing story, actually. What? From when me. I first moved out, <laughs> I. Uh, So I was 18 and I knew three girls from my high school that were going to the Playboy mansion. And I was like, you know, give me in, you know, can I go? And they're like, uh, their cousin or someone worked for Playboy and was able to get them in. They're all pretty girls too. So that helped. Um, they're like, no, we can't get guys. It's not like that. Come on. I want to go. And I was like, well, what do you do? How does it work? And they're like, well, we meet at a UCLA parking lot and, uh, they bust you over. You check in, they bust you over. I'm like, okay cool i'll see you there and they're like come on and i called my buddy zach and uh i was like dude you want to go to the playboy mansion tonight? he's like yeah we got our other buddy josh and we like rushed to macy's like right before they closed and i got like silk robes a pajama <laughs> pants. We go, we go we go we go we go back to the back to the apartment they have like a bottle of captain morgan's we're drinking getting ready and they're like cool like how did you get us in i'm like i didn't we are sneaking in and he's like, "What?" And I was like, we're going to figure it out. And they're like, Jesus, dude, we could have been doing something tonight. So, but we all go over there and, uh, I walk up to check in. I give my license and the hopes, the fucking hope in God, there's a Michael Rowe or a Mike yeah. Rowe on the list. There's not. And so we go back up and we're sitting there and, uh just trying to figure out what we're going to do. Well, then time goes by and like the buses stop running at midnight. So it's about 1115. Yeah. And there's four of them that run. So one is pulling up and loading up people and going, well, then another one pulls up and then another one. And they're just kind of sitting there. And then finally I'm like, Zach, let's go. Cause one of the guys got out to go smoke a cigarette, the driver. So I creep around and open the driver's side door. Interior light goes on. I'm like, fuck. And he comes in. My other guy is like, fuck no, he stays back. We crawl over, get in. And it's one of those things that has two by two seats. Yeah. It was big, black, like private. Yeah, 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 yeah. Two by two seats and then a bench in the back. We go all the very back and get underneath the bench. And I'm sitting there and, like, we're in 69 position. I'm holding his legs, he's holding mine. <laughs> we're underneath it. Just sitting there. Nothing happens for like 20 minutes. But guy didn't come back and anything. We're like, Jesus Christ, we're going to end up in like an impound where they park these things and yeah. to be locked in and we're never going to be able to get out. And, like, you know, like in the garage or something. And then finally it moves up and some people get on. Of course, they go right to the back and they sit down. I can, like, grab girls' ankles. I'm like, sitting there, like, holy shit heart's pounding all that's going through my head is like i'm going to jail yeah i haven't even done anything wrong technically yet. <laughs> yeah 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 and uh so then uh, you know it picks up and starts driving goes up to the gates of the mansion here the guy's like all right everybody i'll have a good time they get up and i'm like peeking down like see that they're like halfway down the aisle i stand up and, like scoot out of there i grab zach zach leaves like he had like a house slipper on he lo- loses that i'm like just go and we stand right behind these people and you see them kind of look back like oh, i swear to god where the in the back of the bus yeah and uh didn't say anything and we walk down we walk, walk into the gates and are walking to the main door and like dicaprio walks by and we're like fuck we look at each other we're like we made it to the roxbury like <laughs> yeah we made it you know you always hear the people sneaking in stories and yeah. all that shit and like we made it and like 18 years old i just graduated high school you know i'm like this is the best night of my life yeah which turned into it literally i mean i had an absolute blast i walked up to uh Two I found my girls and they're sitting there and they're talking to Scotty Conn.
0: And wait, 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 wait. before you start, before you keep going, Scotty Kahn, cool or not cool?
2: Cool. Okay. Cool. I, okay. I like the guy, nice he's,
0: guy. He's got he's got a reputation for everyone has a run-in with him. Well,
2: this is this is what gets funny. Is so I walk up and of course we're excited and they're like, Holy shit, the girls are like, What are you doing? So he's sitting there and I'm like, just telling everything that we did to get him. Oh, and shit. he's like he's like, Dude, that's fucking cool. He's like, I've been coming for a long time, you know, my dad and like you know, I've come to these a lot. You must be having a great time, I'm like, dude, it's awesome. I'm like, I'm gonna write a whole movie about this night. I go to college in August. Two months later, I get a call from somebody who's like, "Dude, check out Movie Line Magazine." Scotty Kong sold a script for half a million dollars to Jerry Bruckheimer called "Chasing the Party" about two guys sneaking into the Playboy Mansion. Are
0: you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Nope.
2: Shut the fuck up. Yeah, and I, I mean, I, and I didn't know it. Like, I, I was like calling someone I knew in LA Yeah. anybody in the industry I think I had got somebody's number that I, at the Playboy Mansion that is that was somewhat Shut famous or something fuck and like up. tried to figure out like I just felt like it was stolen from. have you run into Scotty Con never seen him since dude what a fucking <laughs> douche never seen him since are you
0: shitting me? Yeah. my buddy Lorenzo it never, it never got made
2: oh yeah but I mean he got a half a mil for it that was when they were paying big money for scripts back then too God, he just probably rolled in Yeah. he yeah, was like man I'm done. Yeah, I, and it, was, it ended up being like two guys that were Two kids that were there for like a baseball world championship, and then decided to sneak into the mansion. And like my biggest argument was like, look, if they're going to make the movie, get in touch with me at least, and let me let me it, like tell you the rest oh, of what happened. Right. Let me because you can't write the emotion that yeah. I went through, yeah, the <laughs> shit that happened to me that I went through. You cannot do it. So, uh, so yeah, so that did that. But then it became like a thing where I was like, well, I can do this again. Yeah. So Halloween comes around and um this was like a few years a few years later and uh i was big i was a uh, i was a good uh, i was a good 260 then really and uh, <laughs> and uh so i decided for halloween to be silent bob I dyed my beard black yeah had a long brown wig white hat backwards trench coat jeans spitting image yeah. i'd sit around and just smoke cigarettes and not say shit and just do this like bob my head yeah. back and forth and everybody's like dude that's an amazing i had a buddy that was jay we went to a party and everybody's like unbelievable when you don't have Jay with you and there's celebrities around, so I show up where the manager buses are yeah. trying to figure out what I was going to do, and, <laughs> and I literally walk past the security guard that's like telling people, and he goes, Kevin, are you by yourself? And I'm like, yes, I am. He goes, Shut just up. go ahead and get on. I got on the bus, and I'm, uh, oh I'm, I'm sitting there God. by myself for a while, and then finally people come on, and we go in. Every fucking person there. Thought you were Kevin I'm like, Smith. come on, it's Halloween, assholes. Toby <laughs> Maguire doesn't come dressed as Spider Man. Yeah. To, <laughs> to a party. And everybody was there. And so finally, I was like, it just almost got annoying. So I just kind of went with it. You know, I'd yeah. be talking to, talking to a girl or whatever, and someone would come on and be like, hey, my boyfriend loves your movies. Can I get a picture of you? And I'd be like, hold on, I'm talking.
0: Oh. And then, I, <laughs> then I'd talk for a that while. That is so fucking crazy that they but But, you know, he is the kind of guy that would not wear a costume to a. Right, or you at least you'd assume you'd be like he would definitely or he wear like a fucking you know a hockey jersey,
2: right, and just be, be himself I guess or whatever. Yeah. You know I love Kevin Smith to death. You know, like yeah. didn't tread on your name, Kevin. But, no, uh, no, no, Kevin Smith. I've I've never heard anything bad about. Nah, the guy. Nice guy, and I'm sure he's just like, look, dude, if uh, you're trying to beat me to get laid. Good luck. Way I to go. bet like, if he's
0: like, if you can use yeah, me, yeah, my name is get you a party. More power to you, man. Fuck yeah. Well, that was the thing. is like Scotty Conn, on the other hand, is like, I'm <laughs> selling a movie about Kevin Smith breaking into the <laughs>
2: – I know. Dude, it was crazy. Like Andy Dick came up to me. He was like, Kevin, when are you going to put me in one of your movies? And I was like – And it started getting out of hand. Yeah. <laughs> and then there's one girl that I was talking to the whole night. She's dressed as like a mermaid or something and super cute. And she thinks I am and drunk and we start making out. Well, I back up from making out with her. And the black from my beard, it's all over her face. Shut up. And I'm like, oh, yeah. you're so cute. I'm like trying to like rub <laughs> the beard off or whatever. And then something happens like, where like I moved my hat and my wig, it came up and she was like, Whoa, what what's going on? Oh my what God. Is, what is, what is, You're not, you're not Kevin. This is a costume. I'm like, oh, I thought we were just, Going with it. Playing. Play I go, playing. I didn't think you're a fucking mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I wasn't gonna to try to rush you to water. thought so we just roll with shit. Daryl? Yeah.
0: Daryl Hannah? Yeah. Is, that, is it Daryl Hannah? <laughs> yeah, Daryl Hannah.
2: <laughs> Splash. That's so
0: funny, man. I went to the Playboy mansion uh, the first time I went was the same scenario. Not the same scenario, I didn't sneak in, but it was just get on a bus. Yeah. But that, but we they didn't even have um they didn't even have like it wasn't a party it was uh, it was an event yeah like a charity event or something yeah like. and so you I didn't even have my name on a list or anything I just showed up and then I just got on a bus with a bunch of here's the thing that really struck me odd about the Playboy Mansion is I got I was waiting we parked at uh, at the old um, Hilton or something fucking no the, what's the old um, the old Moss Brother J C Penney's the old mall right by right on Wilshire. Oh, the Century City Mall. No, was no, that? Wilshire and Santa Monica. Wilshire and Santa Monica. There's that old mall, Robinson May or Robinson. Yeah, okay. So we parked there, and then everyone kind of rolled through, and and you and all the chicks were there, and then they were all bitchy shit, and they, but they were all Playboy wannabes. There was right. uh, they were auditioning to do centerfolds, and so I was like, you know, I was trying to be nice. I was married. I had fucking kids. I think, but like, I was like trying to be nice, and no, everyone was being a bitch. And they were being bitches the whole time we were on the bus and they were being like real catty bitches about like, about like what they've done. They've, I usually I park at the, at the mansion, but I, you know what? Parking's yeah. been such a nightmare lately. <laughs> I figured this would be easier. I mean, half usually has a drive on for me, right. but, and I was like, just listening to this horse load of shit. And then we the second. We crossed the gates. It was like a fairy dust sprinkled on that van, and there was just magical sweetness coming out of everyone. They were talking to gardeners. Hey, Julio, how are you doing? (laughs) How's your family? Hey, because the real the the thing is, they don't. They're terrified to piss anyone off because the second you piss anyone off, you're fucking kicked out. Right, and so like they're they're. They're just terrified. So then, all of a sudden, the second you pass through, they're nice. They're like, "What are you doing here?" Like they were being pitches twenty minutes ago. And I was like, "Fuck you." We went. Have you? Did you go ever go to the, the Playboy? Used to have a beach house. No. Whole, Where in Malibu. Or. Hole. The mansion's one even thing. Heard of that. Yeah, Playboy had a beach house in Malibu. I got an offer to go out and do go on Playboy Radio, and uh, I go out and it's. I'm telling you. It is just short of pornography, of straight-up porn, yes. of them everyone's naked. Well,
2: see, that's what everybody thinks. Like, when I told them I went to the mansion, they're like, dude, it's just people fucking everywhere. I'm like, yeah. no, it's actually a classy party. Yeah, when and- you go to the big parties, Midsummer Night Dream or Halloween, like they're amazing. They spend yeah. half a million dollars on the party, and like, great. and everybody's dressed to the nines, and it's just great. Um, but, yeah, it's not – oh, here's here it is. Here's a picture, 18. I had a disposable camera. And went up to Half's bodyguard. I'm like, "Can I get a picture with Half?" And they're like, "Yeah, one second. Take a picture of him." Told him, "Thanks for inviting me." Let me see. Look at the young face, young Mikey. Oh my god, <laughs> you look like I'm a child. You look like a child. It's if I shave off my beard, I literally Shut
0: look. Shut the well. fuck up. Yeah, you look like you look like a collegiate hopeful. Yeah, like this, you could be the and you. Uh, that, Jesus, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. The um, the uh. The, yeah, the the beach house was fucking insane. Where Little John was there, like uh or Lil John was there. Not little,
2: I is think. Or two, two of them. I think it's Lil. It's Lil L I. It's Lil. Little John is from Robin.
0: Little John Robin is hood. from Robin Hood. <laughs>
2: Lil John A little bit different is from the Hood.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs>
2: little John's trying to survive in the forest, he's sipping on
0: scissor. But it was <laughs> <laughs> scissor, it, man. I, I almost done got that? it. I've
2: almost got into it. I tried it <laughs> once. <laughs> It's like you almost got to just like you wanted to get into it. I wanted, I wanted to have a scissor problem, which
0: just sounds like it would be so much cooler than. I, <laughs> I I'm
2: ro- drinking Robitussin as a kid is the worst tasting no, in the it's, world. It's, it's it's
0: it's Robitussin Sprite and then a and then a Jolly Rancher at the bottom, <laughs> and it's got to be in a styrofoam cup. It would just be such a cool thing. Like when they said Lil Wayne has a syrup problem or a purple drink problem, <laughs> I was like, how cool would that be to have? They're like, yeah, Bert, uh,
2: has he been drinking? No, it's Scissor. <laughs> <laughs> Does that even show up like as an alcohol? T- like if you, it's codeine. So no, people get arrested do- for that, right? But if you do like a blow test, it doesn't show up, right? No, because uh, it's codeine. I, you know what? I got I get obsessed with little things on the
0: internet, and I and, and I got pr- obsessed with purple drank, right. which is the same as the syrup or dr- that
2: drank. <laughs> I just saw a movie that the dad is Kevin Klein's playing a dad. It's like I think it's Friends with Benefits or something with Ashton Kutcher. And yeah. Ashton Kutcher's dad is Kevin Klein, and he goes to the hospital because he starts dating like a twenty-year-old girl, and she gets him into scissor. <laughs> Shut up! I, I'm not. I've I had it once. I've had a bunch of things
0: once, but I'm not like uh, I, I don't party. I, I mean, I have I, I better – like um,
2: I gave it my best effort. Nothing, nothing took.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> nothing stuck except booze, beer. Man, I'm yeah, a
0: beer drinker. I love beer.
2: Yeah, see, I drink hard alcohol. I drink. I'll, I can drink beer. But I can't drink it the entire time if oh, I'm I want to get drunk because I just get full. Oh, yeah. I like that, though. <laughs> but then it's like I have so much in me. And you ever take, like, the shot that just doesn't go down right? Uh, yeah. And, and then, then your all mouth... that liquid in me, it's, it's over. Oh, no. I don't throw up. I never throw up. See, when I throw up, it's like it comes from the depths of my soul. I'm oh. releasing the evil is what I call it. Like, literally, my friends are like, Jesus, dude, are you dying? <laughs> and it, but it's like it's the puke and rally, though, too. Just something doesn't settle right. It yeah. doesn't go down right. Blah, and it's loud and horrible and oh. then back up and I'm good to go last time I threw up oh
0: wait I uh, mm, I don't talk about it <laughs> I had I had I, I had a period of time I had a, uh, I'll just tell the story yeah here we go it was the day before I was going to jump off the stratosphere and uh, I was having really bad anxiety and I hadn't <laughs> slept and my director Lonnie um, we were in uh, we were in Salt Lake City and we were flying from Salt Lake City to Vegas I was going to jump off the stratosphere I think that day or the day the next day And we were to fly, and I don't don't fly well. So I was drinking before my flight. It was in the morning, and I was in the shower, and I was like, and I was like, and I hadn't slept, and I was having anxiety, and I was all over the map, and I was drinking IPAs, but they were really strong IPAs in a shower at like eight in the morning, like getting ready for my flight, trying to manage my anxiety, and I just, yeah, yeah, grab another beer, and I was just all of a sudden just. And it's throwing up in a bathtub, and all of a sudden I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with me? I've got to get this under control if I plan on living a regular fucking life. Like, I can't be drinking in a shower at fucking eight in the morning because I have a flight. And then I was like, and that was the, that was the last time I threw up. And that was also the last time I drank in a shower. You have or, anxiety flying? Oh, I have horrible anxiety flying.
2: <laughs> Travel channel host has I know. anxiety flying.
0: They, they told me one time we were going to do a show. Oh, it's my sister. Hang on one second. We'll answer this. Keep on the podcast. What's up? nothing uh you get just come you want to just come over here i think annie i think leanne and the girls are going too Oh, is it girl friendly? i think it is girlfriend i think it's kid friendly you don't even give her a warning you just answer and let her roll <laughs> um well then we'll just meet you there okay we'll meet you there i got him a, i got him a present all right what, what time are you guys going we're going uh 5 30 i guess you're call me let me know when you're leaving okay i will okay, all right bye so um yeah she didn't even know she was on the podcast so uh, my is
2: what if she answered the phone she was like this just reveals the most horrible thing in the world uh,
0: I'm shitting blood yeah. <laughs> I'm pregnant yeah exactly I, I uh
2: but no no that was the last time I threw I'm not a big thrower upper at all I, yeah I don't not as much anymore I haven't thrown up in I don't know when but. When it when it happened, it's my friends used to laugh and just film it, and they thought it was really funny. Now, it hurts, you, man. And like that's why I yell. Somebody like it hurts. Oh, and I it comes literally from the very bottom. Oh, I take that back. I threw stomach. up
0: in Italy when we were in Italy. I got the flu, and I was and I was sick, and I was trying to throw up, and I couldn't throw up, and I was. This is the that you want to talk about the fucking just bottom of the barrel, dry heaving. I was no, I was sick, and I knew that, I, and I had to work. This we had to. I had to go do this thing on a yacht, and I was like, I need to throw up. If I throw up, I'll feel better. And I'm sitting there, and I'm just like. Oh, my God. And I, and I just feel horrible. And my executive producer slash director, Stacy, who is works on, on TripFlip with me, she is in the next room. We are sharing adjoining rooms practically. And the walls are paper thin. It's an old castle. And uh, like it's like you can hear everything. And she's pregnant. She's going through morning sickness. And I decided, I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to throw up. So I look next to my bed. And there's an old glass of wine. And I went, fuck it. I'm going to pound it, and I know that will make me throw up because that's fucking disgusting. And I will – and then I'll just – that will make me throw up because I I stuck my finger on my throat. I couldn't do anything to throw up. I just wanted to throw up. So I go over. I take a sip of this wine and just start – just violently. And in between my throwing up, I hear Stacy, who's hearing this, start
2: gagging. And so every time I would throw up, she would throw up in her room. She's fighting morning sickness anyway. Yeah, and then and she was I'm like, laughing. she wakes up in the morning. She's like, oh, good day, not having it. She's got you yakking next door.
0: She's just throwing up, like chasing me, just and I'm like, Ugh. I was fucking horrible. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not a big. Now, do you get laid a lot?
2: I do okay. Yeah. You know, I just I'm, I'm the.
0: That's I my always. Whenever I see guys that go out in Hollywood and they're single,
2: I go, God, I get, like, I never got laid a lot. I don't search for it though. I I don't. I don't like going to a place just with a group of guys. And I like the option yeah. that it's there if something happens magically. Yeah. You know, she's a big has a big thing for beards. Like, cool. You know, like, I, <laughs> it just I, it, it happens more organically with me. You know, I meet girls through friends. I don't go out. I'm not like a pussyhound where I go out and I go talk to every girl that I think is hot. Yeah. If it comes around. we we'll talk. You know, I, that's where I, like, icebreakers is me. It's like, with the Galapagos thing and the Ryan Dunn thing, like, they'd come up. Yeah. Realize I'm not, but at least start there. Yeah, you know, at least we got that going on now, and we can joke or whatever, and I can do okay. I, yeah, I have a decent personality, I think.
0: Now, do, now, uh, favorite bars to go to in LA?
2: Um,
0: I'm so out of the scene; we, I couldn't even find a place to go out to eat time, last night.
2: Um, we've lived at the Belmont, uh, La Canoga. Yeah, yeah. Wait, re- La Cienega, um, right next to SDK. Where's what's SDK? Steak restaurant. It's no, right, it's right south I'm of uh, Santa of Monica, s- north of Melrose.
0: South, yeah, yeah, I know the Belmont. On the, it's on the, if you're going north, it's on the left hand
2: side of the street. Yes, yeah. Blue and white neon sign. Yep, I know the Belmont. Lived there. We like, we had, we always say Belmont Fridays, and it was literally anywhere from four to 15 people of our group of friends. It was just a nice time that. You'd get get there if you got there at nine nine thirty you would always there be somebody there throughout yeah. the other night you go off and do whatever you want but it's kind of we don't meet as friends and catch up for the week because everybody's busy these days and whatever but we do it for years I and mean, we still go there just not as much anymore yeah but uh, definitely love the Belmont um, just went to a new place uh, the other night called Sassafras um kind of like a Roaring Twenties kind of theme to it really but they have an amazing thing you order your drink and you have a chance you can spin a wheel it's free you could get two of them. It could also cost you $29. It could also cost you the price of $10, 14 12 It's all in this giant shot wheel. Shut the
0: fuck That's awesome. That's yeah. a great so idea. the other
2: night, and it was my buddy's birthday, and I was buying, you know, I was buying him a drink. And I'm like, I'm going to spin the wheel, but it's two for one, one shot. And they're like, cool. Got it for a dollar. You know, oh, that's fucking – that's a great idea. idea. The odds are totally not in your favor, by the way, because yeah. the drink's like $10, <laughs> and there's like two things that are eight, one that's seven. Free, two, one, and then the rest is like, and they're like small pie pieces. Yeah. So there's a shitload of them that you're.
0: That's fucking yeah. great. We used to go to Formosa. Do people still go to Formosa?
2: We used to go there, back in the day. at – I haven't been to Formosa in forever. That's what, that was like our spot. And then right across is Jones. Is that the yeah. place? Jones? Yep. Yeah, that used to be our spot. Um, you know, I did the Hollywood Club Kid shit for years when I first moved out here. Yeah, I, I the, my buddy Riley and I we would go out <laughs> five nights a week. And it was weekends were resting time. It was Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. That we would go out like just kill it that's we'd sleep till one two go grab some food be hung over and then shower and go out and do it again oh. I, know, I can't even come close to keeping up with the shit i used to do i want to open a bar i was just talking to my friends about this the other day they
0: were like one of my friends has some money and he was like man i'm thinking i got some friends that open restaurants i want to open a bar here's my idea are you ready for this this is again this is probably a horrible idea i want to open a bar in the valley that's where i live right. in the valley at like one of these not not on Ventura on like Riverside or on uh what's the other one Mon, not more Mon, park more park in like one of those strip malls or wherever that is and I here's the catch I want there to be a rickshaw and the rickshaw will pick you up anyone and take you home if you live within three miles of this bar. he's he running with rickshaw so, or is he yeah. getting rid a bike? He can ride a bike. He okay. can ride a bike.
2: He's not going <laughs> <laughs> to be like fucking
0: like it's Taiwan. <laughs> Taiwan. <Yeah. laughs> like Thailand. <laughs> like it's a so fucking that might have, we'll call it rickshaw ricks. rick's. Yeah. No. But, he's, but he'll t- pick you up and take you home. So I was like, let's start the old concept of a community bar. Like where you know all your neighbors go there. You know all your friends, your right families. There. And it's more like a pub but we will take you home and drive you there. And they're like, you're banking your whole bar on transportation to and from the bar. I go yeah because so many these places have shitty parking. Fuck the parking. We'll pick you up. Yeah. Call us up. Everyone go pre party. Load up in this fucking and have this guy Lance Armstrong, just big thick legs, <laughs> taking a group in a fucking. That was my idea. I that like, it. like
2: Uber may have killed it. I love Uber. I use Uber all the time. Is that the is that the it's town car service that on the app? Yeah. What is that? It's what? all the town cars that are just sitting around that don't aren't booked out by their company. They may get a call from the company. that's like hey, we got to pick up, and they'll they turn off their app on their phone so they're not on Uber at the moment. But as soon as they're not working, Shut. they turn on Uber. And all like if you put on like put up Uber right now. I have Uber, I
0: have Uber on my
2: phone. Yeah, and it will show you all of the cars that are around this area. What's it look? Hang on a second.
0: It's, Where is it? it's there you go. World World Star Hip Hop.
2: And it shows you all the cars that are around. Chive. They're faster than cabs.
0: Trail Mix. Hold on, I'm looking Trail for mix. Uber. Oh,
2: dude. Oh, I got Uber. Here we go. So like, look, there's all I, the cars. I, need to, I don't. They're around so right then, now. Like oh, I could call. Shut the fuck yeah, and, up. So it says set pickup location, and it, it pings where I'm at. And then one of these guys, one, all of a sudden, all the cars disappear. But one, they tell, a picture of the guy pops up, tells you his name, and it gives you his phone number, and you can get him a, more details, like if you have a gate code or whatever. Yeah, they come there. Guys in suits, open doors for you. Wait, bottles take, bottles t- of water waiting for you, and take you and take you anywhere you want to go. Anywhere you want to go. And this will, is they, fucking oh, genius. I got to log I, in. It's unbelievable because cabs. I'm so tired of fucking cab drivers. I don't take card. I don't take card. Yeah, you do. You do take yeah. credit card. You have to. Yeah. I don't care if it's a $7 rent. I don't carry cash. My bad. So Uber, you put your credit card in. No, is this everywhere or just LA? Uh, no, they're spreading. They're LA, Dallas, New York. Uber is fucking the greatest thing I ever heard yeah. of. You, you know? put your credit card in too and there's no tipping. You literally – the guy drops you off. You're like, oh, see you later and you leave. And then you rate them like five star out of five stars – but this is really crazy what they do. They rate you too. So if you're a dick, you you can you can get banned from Uber. But if their star rating out of five stars drop be- below a four point seven, which is crazy, for more than two weeks, they're done. They can't work for Uber anymore.
0: This is fucking awesome. And, and, How are the rates? How are the rates? They're
2: good. They're good. I mean, you pay. There's definitely a markup. You're about fifteen percent probably over a cab. Yeah. Um, but I'd rather. It but there's no, a- there's no tipping. So you know, it's it's still it's worth it to me. It's the best thing in the world, especially for dates. You know, oh, fuck I'll yeah. send an Uber car to pick up a girl and then pick me up, you know, and then we go to dinner. Now he leaves. Now when we're done with dinner, right when we're getting the bill, I hit Uber again. A different guy will come. He picks us up. Just like he's been waiting there the whole
0: time. Uh, oh my God. You look like a fucking gangster. Yeah. It's great. Oh my God. That is fucking, the majority of my listeners, I think are in LA. Like, and I think you just blew the fuck up out of Uber. It's, that is amazing. life changing. Here, let me show you my life
2: changing app. Okay. Let me. It's World Star Hip Hop. No, it's, me, <laughs> I, you have. I you have obviously the most incredible told story uh, known to man with your, your Russian mops. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Re- remind me to tell you a, a story about OJ Simpson. Uh, hold on, I'll <laughs> tell you about my app later. <laughs> tell me about OJ Simpson. Uh, so I went to, Vale for like five years in a row for New Years. Yeah. And the first time, Do your uh, parents have money. Uh, my dad does does okay. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we didn't. You know. Not you not know, like not worth like twenty million dollars by any means. You know, my yeah. dad is a municipal bonds broker. Yeah. You know, we live comfortably. You know, yeah. definitely struggled at times or, and you know had to cut back on shit. But I grew up. I didn't. I didn't want for anything. You know, I could yeah. to go to college. They'd pay for college as long as I. You know, they wanted me to go to college. And everything. Yeah. But yeah, not not like some of those kids out here. You weren't it's, like you weren't like uh, someone who went to boarding schools. No, 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 no. Yeah. no. I mean, I first car is a seven year old used car. Like, yeah. Yeah, no, we live comfortable. You know, we have able to go to vacations from time to time. Are you a used car guy
0: or a new car guy? I'm a new car guy now. Now I'm a new car guy, yeah. but now my wife wants to get. I'm also a leaser. I don't. Oh, I'm. Three a... years. I, I used to be a big leaser. My wife changed yeah. it. We bought the fucking truck. We
2: bought. Well, the... I think something like a truck, yeah, you need that, and you're gonna always use that. Yeah. Um, but I, I've never had a car longer than three years. I have a. I had two black Tahoes stolen within six months of each other. That was the, the most stealable car, car, I think.
0: What's up? I think that and and that and the um.
2: And the uh, Escalade were the most stealable cars. I, I went out one night in, uh, in Hollywood with my buddy. And then we went to an after party in the hills. And I was living at Laurel and Ventura. An after party about two miles from my house. Yeah. And we're walking down. And I'm with two other girls. We're walking down. And there's this girl walking. And she's bawling, crying. And the girl's like, what's, what's wrong? And she's like, I'm from San Francisco. And the guy flew me out here. And he hit me. And I grabbed my shit and left. And we're like, whoa. I'm like, you're coming. Like You're walking down the street where there's people like drunk, idiots coming down. Like, yeah do you need do you want me to call the cops and she was like I don't want to call the cops and I'm like well, we're going to get late night food we're yeah. going to we were going to go feed the beast yeah. and, uh, and, like that plug I
0: like that that's uh, really <laughs> and they taught you did they teach you to mention
2: the name no, of your no, show no. A I lot. told you it was always yeah. research I was already doing this yeah. before <laughs> and uh she and I was like do you want to come with us and she ended up like talking to them girls and they Went to like rival high schools. There were about four years. Before. The girl was like 32 looking, I guess. Yeah. And I was about 27 at the time. And um, she was like, you sure? I'm like, sure. So she gets a car. We go get food. And we go back to my house because it was right there. So everybody's there. Everybody passes out. I give, put her on my couch. I'm like, look, if you want to call the cops in the morning, cool. If you need me, I'll help you get back to San Francisco, whatever. Cool. Um, put her, Give her a blanket that my grandmother knitted. She was like, thank you guys so much. You guys are really cool. Appreciate it. Wake up in the morning, and I, I cook all the time when I have people over and, you know, make big breakfast. And I didn't have any eggs, so I'm leaving to go get eggs. And I uh, can't find my keys. Oh, uh, shit. Bitch stole my car. Are you serious? Never saw it again. It was a con, bro. I got conned, like, in the movies. Shut the fuck up. Fucking unbelievable. I, I sat down in the middle of my living room. Like I felt so violated. That when you when
0: when something like that happens to you, the feeling you get is such a guttural, real yeah. feeling. My car got broken into once, and I remember going like, "God damn it, they touched all my shit." Yeah, they, like
2: there was shit I wanted in here. Like, yeah. I mean, in this, I mean, I literally it was just like it was just I, was, I lost all faith in humanity. I'm like, I yeah, was how a good, can you ever
0: help someone again good when you go Samaritan,
2: you know? And then like, so then I got to go to the cops. And I'm like, so my car is stolen. They're like, where is it stolen from? I'm like, my garage. She's like, where are the keys? I was like, they're on my pool table. Um, and I'm like, I know who took it. They're like, what's her name? I'm like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> she was really hot. Yeah, yeah, they're she like, took my grandmother's blanket yeah, yeah. too. They're, they're like, she? I was like, yeah, I was a girl. They're like, all right, um, how tall was she? What color color her eyes. I'm like, come on, guy. What are you talking about? I was drunk. I'm like, let's be honest here. Like, I went out. Now this girl, we were point. with friends, was not attracted to her. And the first thing they're like, was there sexual contact involved? And I'm like, absolutely yeah. not. She wasn't hot. <laughs> you ugly bitch, wherever you are, I'm going to fucking find you. <laughs> um, wasn't even hot. And I, and I literally, and they, they actually were, ended up being cool and didn't like press that in any way, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I, they're like, you, you let a girl in your house and you don't know what color her eyes are. I'm like, dude, have you ever brought a chick home from Close a Close your eyes real quick. Yeah, what color are mine? Yeah, you're gonna, <laughs> exactly. You're going to tell me you know what color her eyes are? Go through the whole thing. I get all CSI yeah. and I'm sitting around and I have a landline and I never use it. So I pick it up and I press redial and there's a number that popped up at 5:30 in the morning. I'm like, Holy shit. She called somebody. So I get all, you know, I call the number, um, this guy answered and I'm like, Hey, how you doing? This is federal express. We have a package for you. And all we can see is the phone number. We don't have a name or address to deliver. God damn it. Are you fucking kidding me? The guy's like, the, yeah, the guy's like, I'm like, what's your name? And he, and, uh, He's like, John. I'm like, okay, I see John. I'm like, what's the address, though? And he was like, 13... And, like, stops. And he's like, where's the package from? And I'm like, it got wet. I can't tell anything but a phone number. And he just hung up on me. Then I told the cops I did that. They're like, don't fucking do that. (laughs) Give us the number. Give us the number. Why Why don't do that? Ace Ventura? (laughs) Yeah. I was so mad. I want... I was so mad.
0: Like, I wanted to take this guy down. You called the cops. You're like, I got to lead. They're like, Who's this? You're like, the guy that didn't
2: fuck the girl that a guy's car was stolen.
0: Oh, Mikey. Yeah,
2: I called him. I'm like, call this number. This is him. Like, don't you have like tracing tracking devices for this number to find out where it is and who this guy is? You've got to know who this is.
0: We got a, our house got broken into in college. I don't know if I've told this before, but our my roommate Cheese hated our dogs. I love right. That cheese. He hated our dogs. And so the second we would leave, he'd throw our dogs in our fucking room and lock them in the room. And then our house got broken into and they didn't steal any of me and Hartley's shit they stole all of cheese's shit because he didn't have a dog in his room they stole all of his shit they took his you remember those emergency cigarettes in the glass case yeah. breaking case of emergency they broke it smoked it and put it out on his desk that's funny and they fucking and the and they stole everything of his and then he got so upset, and none of our shit was gone, and the cops were there, and he's like, are you going to dust for Prince? And the cops started laughing. He goes, dust for
2: Prince? What do you think? This is a movie? Yeah, we, I none of gonna... it. And that's why I was a CSI fan. I thought for yeah, sure. I was like, definitely they're dusting. They're like, I'm not fucking dusting for Prince. I even have a video from the security camera of her walking out to my Tahoe, getting in it, trying to figure out how to open my fucking gate, you know, because oh. you, know, you had to put a key in and turn it, and so she's yeah. just looking around, and you just see it drive away. And that Shut was, the fuck up. That was it. That was, oh. that was it, and that was the one that had been stolen. Exact same Tahoe, six months before, in front of my buddy's house, was broken into and stolen. They used to break into. They my found house. it in Pacoima up on uh, up on blocks. Really? Yeah. And then so then my insurance was like, "Do you cannot have another black Tahoe? No that more Tahoes. Two black Tahoes for you is the limit."
0: I had a Denali, and the back seats got stolen out of there twice. They used to open up those the back backs, seats. Those are worth money. They used to fucking pop those back seats out. <laughs> and I remember going – I remember my wife just – She, my wife's one of those people that never locks the car. Right. I go, did you lock the car? Yeah, of course I did. I, like now, I, the alarm is on only because every fucking night, like right when I'm on the road, right before I go to bed, I can set the alarm on my phone. And I'm neurotic. Sometimes set the alarm I'll set, to your house?
2: Yeah, set the alarm to my house oh, every nice. fucking night.
0: And she goes, I was going to set it. She sets it. She's pretty good you at setting it. You can see if
2: it's set from your phone already. I, I get too. a
0: text when it sets. So if, if, I, if I'm going to bed and it's not set, I'll set it. And sometimes she'll call me and she goes, I'm in the fucking house and I'm still going outside. It's like six o'clock here. You're in fucking Italy. And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. So uh, I set off. the alarm from my fucking phone every single night. And I have this fucking monster dog that you luckily walked past. Because she's a pain in the ass, she will. You'll see her walk out, and then she'll stand there and stare at you. She's a bull mastiff, and she's oh, a fucking God. yeah, she's a monster. So that's my home security bull mastiff. And my wife has a gun. So I'm well, thinking about getting a shotgun. Just because I'm like,
2: oh, okay, wait, tell me the O.J. Simpson story. Oh, uh, so started going to Vale. Uh, went with a buddy and his family, and then um, stayed with them. And then we, I knew some other friends that were there. So the first time we went, you know, we we're going there for New Year's. And we go out the night before New Year's and pick where we wanted to go. and uh That's smart. Yeah, we were just like, we're going to figure out where we're going to go. We asked what they're doing or whatever, and we found this place. We decided we're going to go. it's really smart. And um, so I asked for the manager. He comes out. I'm like, hey, how you doing? My name's Mikey Rowe. I'm like, I'm directing a movie <laughs> in Denver. It's called Lift Ticket. This is – No. This is <laughs> – no, I was I was, fucking twi- I was 22 years old. Spitting game,
0: yeah, spitting game to fucking older dudes about yeah. being in Hollywood was one of the funnest things uh, to do <laughs> when you just had no responsibility and you're like, I'll oh, fucking – I'm do. telling you, in a
2: different state, if you just have a California license, you're fucking famous.
0: I went to fucking Cancun one time with me and a bunch of dudes and we just – and we were shooting an internet thing yeah. for like this thing called Zoom Culture that our friends owned. And we didn't mention Zoom culture once, but we mentioned MTV every fucking time. We told them we were shooting live remotes via satellite from Carson, who is in Ibiza, and we were patching back and forth. It's night in Cancun. It's I'm, no, I. There's no way that time matches up. That it's also night in Ibiza, and and we are. You don't think about that stuff when we, you're saying it. All we have is a light panel on the camera, and we're and we don't even have ear sets in, but we're holding our ears uh. and we're like, "That's right, Carson." okay yeah have a great time and then we're like cut to carson and then we and then we go cut 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 like Get me a beer. Like, we we played it up so much until the point where I was like, guys, we are fucking sociopaths. Yeah. We're fucking lying to everyone <laughs> we meet. We haven't met one person.
2: And when you start, the, when you start that lie, it just snowballs
0: <sighs> on that. And, and my buddy Eddie could take that to the next fucking level. He, not just interrupt your story. One time, I sw- I'm not even going to fucking tell it. I wrote it in my book. If you want to hear the story about Eddie, buy my book. So go ahead.
2: Keep going. Uh, so I, tell I can't. I want to say that I said it was starring Brittany Murphy, uh, rest her Soul. Fucking so smart though. Um, and I was like, it, it was the time when Brittany was really hot at the yeah. time, you know. And I was like, it's Brittany Murphy and Randall um, Randall Mize, which is a buddy of mine who I went to high school with, who was with us. Yeah. And I just I was like, Randall's been on, you know, he's been on uh, Days of Our Lives for a while, and he's just starting uh, the O.C. He, and but then I knew terminology, and they're like, he's on the O.C. I was like, yeah, he's coming out on the back the back nine. You know, so he's not out yet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. And then I said, there's another girl named Liz that was with us. All these people I went to high school. Yeah. The girl, Liz, that's with us, a real pretty blonde girl, said she was on the OC, too. And <laughs> But they're all in the movie. And, I, and so they were with me. The two were. yeah. Brittany Murphy's not, I don't know Brittany Murphy. And I was like, Brittany has a lot of press and stuff. She's probably going to make it down late. But we just want to make sure they have a table, you know, and blocked off. So there's no I like, one gets bothered. I like
0: that what you're doing is you're setting yourself up for a great night through the lives of your friends. Right. You're like, listen, I just want to make my sure my friend, like all your wants are being vocalized. Your friends are doing, that's what my buddy Eddie did. We used to call him El Mentiroso, the liar in Spanish, because he was so fucking good. He would walk into Subway and go, I need to talk to John. And they're like, what? He's like, John, uh, regional manager. And they're like, I don't know who the regional manager is. He's like, God damn it. He said he was going to meet me here. All right, never mind. Never mind. Not a problem. Uh, make me the best sub you can make. And they're like, excuse me? He's like, make me the best sub you can make. This is a test. And and they were like, uh, uh, okay. And then they'd make the sub, and he'd be like, fantastic. I will try this, and I will let you know what I think. And they'd be like, okay. And he'd eat lunch for free. And then he'd go up and he'd go, tell John when he comes he's going to be here in a minute, tell him. I'll give you the thumbs up. And the guy would be like, thanks, man. Thanks a lot. And fucking Eddie would walk out. Eddie was a goddamn genius. He was fucking so good at, you know what he used to do? He used to go to Saddle Ranch, and he'd ask Hot Girls for their autograph. And then when they give it to him he go, Wait, who are you? And they go, Nobody. And he go, Then fuck what, you. Why and the throw, fuck did yeah. you sign yeah. this? <laughs> <laughs> that and the move I still use to this day is he'd see a bunch of hot chicks at a table and he'd walk over and he goes, I'm buying you guys around drinks, and they'd be like, Yeah and then over would come a pitcher of water. <laughs> yeah. I used to send I used to send water all the time as yeah. well. Send water. He's on me. Yeah. Stay hydrated. Yeah. <laughs> and he was a fucking blast. This is what I drank. So So
2: you're in Austin you're in uh Aspen Vale. And uh you know, so I tell the guy, I'm like, you know, we just want to make sure we taken care of, them, they don't get bothered, blah blah blah. And He's like, here's my number, everything should be fine. He's like, call me tomorrow during the day just to lock everything in, and uh, I'm like, all right. And so I call him the next day, and he's like, look, uh, then call me when you get here. Get here early though. Get here about ten, yeah. you know, because it's gonna get crazy. And it's like fifty dollars a person to get in. And um, he's like, and I'll I'll come out and get you guys and walk you guys in. So I had another buddy that was showing up that day, and I told him, I'm like, Mike, go get a disposable camera. And when this guy walks out, blonde, spiky-haired manager dude, to talk to us, come running up and be like, oh, my God, are you, are you Liz from the OC? So I wanted to seal the deal with this guy. I wanted to really Fuck cement it, it and Jesus stone. Jesus Christ. So, and I go and hand the camera to the manager and have him take the picture. Oh. So she's like, "Can I get pictures of you?" She's like, "Yeah, sure."
0: So you have worked the nightlife beyond <laughs> any of like I could do college, but I never did, could do the nightlife.
2: then uh, I I got really good at reading names upside down on lists. Sure. First time I went out in Hollywood, I, I can't remember the name of it, and I went out by myself in Hollywood. Like I didn't go in where I read in a magazine.
0: I, I need to get you and Eddie together. He was so good at that. He would be. He would. He was so good at figuring a name out and saying the name. And when the name got put
2: down, he'd be like, "Yeah, yeah, that's us." Yeah. yeah. The worst part is when you get put on the spot and you only catch that one glimpse. Yeah. And I got the glimpse, and he's like, "What's your name?" I'm like, Stephen Dorff." I'm like, "Fuck."
0: Fuck. I'm not Steven Dorf! he Darf. just looks
2: at me, he goes... Wesley Snipes. Oh, yeah. fuck! Damn it! Neither of <laughs> those. Terrence I like I said Steven Dorf, <laughs> Dorf, and you go straight to Wesley Snipes with the yeah. blade. Yeah. Put them in together. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you never realize you did that, probably. Um, and so uh, I had him take the picture, and I tell my buddy, you know, who took the picture, so it didn't look weird. Later, I'm like, hey, come have drinks with us if you want. Yeah. Obviously, he's sitting with us the whole yeah. fucking night. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we roll in. He didn't charge us for cover. Big, giant booth, roped up, bouncer sitting right there, two bottles of champagne, comp sitting on the table, and guy walks us to the bathroom every time we had to go to the bathroom. Well, as time goes on, like, my buddies were really kind of like, dude, I don't know, man. I don't want to say that. I want to – like, I, what if I fuck up and I, I'm not no. on the O.C.? And I'm like, dude, just – you're going to be fine. And then after a couple of drinks, my buddy Randall's like, well, you know, the days of our lives for three years. And now I'm doing the OC. Well, it starts fucking going around the place that we're somebody. And everybody's like peeking over, taking pictures at the table. Nobody's on TV. Nobody's done anything. These all people, they live in Dallas yeah, and just visiting and just had the best fucking night. Well – so this guy, every year I would go back to Vail, I'd call him. I'm like backing down. He's like, got the same table for you, ready to go. Shut up. And over time, I actually showed up with uh, you know some friends that were on shit. Yeah. You know, they were recognized. You start, you
0: start. Uh, what what is it? The fake it till you make it. Yeah, yeah. And, and you started making I started it.
2: Showing up with people <laughs> that were legit. and so it, so it kind of worked out. How's your, And you're like, I just don't direct anymore. Uh, you know, I just I, if, if he only looked up IMDb and saw that there's <laughs> I, I don't even exist on it, and I yeah. think I have a PA credit somewhere. <laughs> um, and so. <laughs> Uh, so he so about forty five years in, this is I think this is the last year that we went, he calls me the night before and he's like, Hey, you got the same table, everything's fine. He goes, Do you want to move? Because OJ Simpson is a table next to you. And I'm like,
0: No. Fuck no. I'm like, no, we're Can good. Can you put us at the same table? Yeah. <laughs> I'm
2: like, no, oh we get there. Uh, I'm like, no, we're good. It's fine. And he's like, You sure? I'm like, Yep, totally, totally okay with it. And so <laughs> OJ walks in. It's, like, really depressing. Big table. Just him and, like, one other guy. Yeah. Just, like, nobody wants to be this guy's friend. And, um, of course, he notices a buddy of mine from something and comes up. He's like, hey, man, what's up? I love your show. I'm the Juice. And we're just like, oh, Jesus. I'm like, Juice, you want a drink? I had like, a watered-down rum and Coke that had been sitting yeah. there. I handed it to him. He's sipping on that. I'm like, that's terrible. It's pretty warm. And, of course, he goes instantly hitting on the blonde hair girl, the yeah. friend, trying to, like, talk. I'm like, Juice, you know. Yeah, and the night before, we all knew about it. We're all talking. We're like, we got to do something. Like, this yeah. is our opportunity to stop fuck with this guy. Yeah. And we were like, what about when everybody yells Happy New Year's? We just throw, like, 30 black gloves over on his table <laughs> and, just, and just sit there and just watch yeah. how uncomfortable it is. And so, finally, I was like, Juice, you know, let's get a picture. And he's like, all oh, right, yeah, yeah, He gets in there. And so, here, here that's me. You, you can't really tell it's me because I don't have a beard, but... OJ with the blonde girl. Now, slowly scan out and see what I'm pointing at. (laughs) Oh my god. That. That is the. It's the best picture taken by a human being.
0: That is the greatest
2: picture. Will you do me a favor? Will I you text? Ask will this you if text I told this story to me so I can fucking?
0: I'm gonna post this when I post the email. I don't know if I can do that. Oh, so many people with that finger like on. I'm like that are- is fucking. So what the picture is is it's one, two, three, four, six white kids. <laughs> <laughs> and OJ Simpson in the center. Okay. All you see is the juice's head. It looks like it's Photoshop, though. It almost looks like it's Photoshop, but it's not. It is very real. And Mikey's in the very front in a yellow shirt, and he's sitting next to the juice doing like a, oh, looking face. And he's pointing to the left, and there's a black glove that someone's holding up. <laughs> all five up, fingers dangling. All five fingers dangling. And he's going,
2: oh, the greatest fucking picture ever. <laughs> and my buddy that's holding it is shaking. I hand him a glove. I'm like, dude, go. And I'll tell like you shaking, what. he's shaking, so scared to do this. And if the juice looked over and looked out at the glove, you're like, motherfucker, what the fuck are you doing?
0: I'll tell you what. I will not ask for that. But what I will say is uh, Mikey's uh, – your your Twitter is at Mikey Rowe. At Mikey Rowe. M-I-K-E-Y-R-O-E. Yep. So follow him and, and just literally – Bug the living shit out of him until he tweets that picture. And you can tweet it. You don't even have to tweet it, me with juice. Tweet it, uh, me with Bert in the man cave. Or no, 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 don't even do that. Like, me and my
2: mom. Or something yeah. very innocuous. Only people that actually click on that picture are the people that listen.
0: Yeah, and so, so do a picture of me with my mom or me with my parents and that's the picture But that is the greatest picture I've ever seen.
2: That is fucking awesome. Amazing. If there's ever a lull in conversation, I'm like, yeah, let me show you this. Yeah, and everything changes.
0: You're like you're like uh you're like my, my cameraman, John uh one of our cameramen, John um Manns, is his phone has is the high it has he has the reel of his life. So like all the 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 great stories he tells, he's got the picture right. that goes along with it, and it's all on his phone. And his phone, like, we know he's single, and he's, like, 40-something. So whenever he sees, like, hot chicks on the road, the second he brings the phone out, it's a fucking game over.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I love telling the pictures. Like, having the picture to back
0: up your story. Having the picture to back up your story? I have pictures of me with the Russian mob. That no, some really? yeah, that some kid brought. Are those not up? Um, because because <laughs> it's a Russian fucking. Because <laughs> no no the guy it's going to be my documentary. Oh, okay. Uh, the guys that they kid one of the kids came to one of my shit one of them the kids I fucking know him. Um, DJ my buddy DJ okay. who now is in Asia. Um, I'm sure he's listening to this because he's he was he's a he's a great guy. He heard the story on Rogan, came out to my show in Portland, sat in the front row, and I recognized him and I'm like motherfucker. So I brought him on stage and I was like all right. I was like, I'm, I've told this story. Now, here's the thing about... It's defi- definitely about stand-up, and I'll say this about life. When you tell a story... You know, you know this. You're, you're a storyteller. When you tell a story... You you can see the excitement in the person you're telling's eyes, and you and you punch up and pull you know away, you and a, you yeah. yeah, you know how to like manipulate a story so it gets even better and better. My wife doesn't. If you listen, to my wife tell a fucking story. You literally it's like she ripped three pages out of a book and just started reading. Right there was a fucking whale, and you're like, do you not know how story? There's got to be an arc. You need a hero. You need a villain. You need you need. It's got to be pathos and ethos. Come on, woman. Yeah. But like like that's why she talks to me while I take shits now. So so. <laughs> But, uh, so I, I bring him up on stage. I go, look, I tell this story all the time. I go, I know I know the base is real, but I go, how much of what I'm telling is actually real? Like, and be honest. Right. Like, you can't fuck me up because I'm also making a documentary. My documentary film crew's there, and I'm like, this is a great moment in the documentary. He looks in the audience, literally stands in front of the mic, and goes, 100%. I have not fabricated any part of that story. The only part that I, and I probably even, the only thing that, that, I, that I pull out when I tell it on stage, I don't know if I told it on Rogan or not, I might have pulled it out on Rogan, and I started pulling it out only because there was another dude there that was in my class that was with me through the majority of that trip. And and he was friends with Igor and those guys too, but he's a grown man and he's got a family and a fucking job. And the last thing he wants like is, out. yeah, I might leave the dude out because he was a friend of mine. He was a nice guy. But I, I there are versions where I talk about the guy. So uh, But that's the only thing that But he brought. He goes, hey, man, just so you know, I went into my closet and I found these and I have doubles. And so there's pictures of me with Igor and wow. Sasha and I, and it's, and there's, I want to say there's even pictures of us on the train. Cause we, cause Before you robbed it. <laughs> Before we robbed it. Before we robbed it, we were drinking. We were drinking with a lot of the classmates, too. You right. know, I make it uh, – I when I surmise the story, I make it sound like – Where you're isolated oh, with them. Yeah, that, that, yeah, but we definitely we, – we drank. We, we had a good time. It was fun. It was a fucking blast. I and, mean, so, of course, I, mean, I robbed them.
2: It's the best spoken word story I think I've known. It's like, oh, the, if the st- fucking greatest thing With your hear. stand-up and, like, you know, I, I love storyteller stand-up. You know, like, Dan Cook, when he came out – you know his. He told stories. You know, I, you know what?
0: I, like a lot of people have slammed Dane. I, I, I love. I, I've always been a fan of what he does. You were in L.A. when he was blowing up, though, I, right?
2: I, I saw, I saw him way before he was like right before he was harmful swallowed or swallowed or whatever his album came out. Right before I saw him, and I'm like, this guy's.
0: Were you you in L.A. when Dublin's was big? Yeah. Yeah. Monday nights. Fuck, man. Dublin's was like the coolest fucking spot. We used to go there all the time. I feel like we should have partied together. One night, me and my buddy Eddie got into a fight with Devin Soa. Do you know who that is? He he's used to a
2: little young actor kid. Yeah, he's yeah. yeah now he's a
0: grown man yeah. who's a little young actor. Yeah. Little he's, he's a, like, a
2: little he, actor. He just looks, he's a young-looking guy. Yeah. Devin Sawa. So uh, whatever. Sawa. Yeah.
0: yeah, we got into a fight with him and uh, <laughs> fucking. I I really wish I could. I should have Eddie on the podcast. I would love to introduce you to Eddie. You and Eddie can get in a lot of trouble. Jeez. He was so good at that. It's 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 young guy fun. Like now we're at an age where obviously we can yeah. appreciate those. Those roll the dice, try to get into a club, try to get into the Playboy Mansion. You can appreciate a young kid
2: doing it too. Yeah, I had nothing to lose, by I yeah. Now, now you are get busted sneaking into the Playboy Mansion. <laughs> I am like, <laughs> Re- Travel Channel host found underneath a bus. Yeah. <laughs>
0: uh, sorry now yeah now it's like now i definitely go no, like if someone goes hey man i think i can get us in i'm like no thanks i'm i'm either get in the right way or i don't get no, in I'm
2: not, I, I don't play that game anymore but
0: there's something there the passion of a young man trying to get laid or trying oh, to have the best story he could have in such, life
2: it was such a rush yeah
0: eddie eddie was eddie was that guy and he was so much fucking fun he could get you into he would get you into a set of circumstances where you couldn't figure out how the fuck to get out <laughs> I, I, I'll tell the story only because it's such a great fucking story. I, don't, I hate telling it because I can't tell it because it's gonna be in my book, and I want to have one it story.
2: Eddie? It's me and Eddie. I'd wait, wait for him to tell the story. He's never gonna be in fucking LA. He's. I thought you were gonna put him
0: on here. Yeah, he's never gonna be in fucking LA. <laughs> Where does he live? He lives in I don't even know. Eddie's one of those guys that's got like he's got like nine different backstories because he always keeps everyone guessing. Last time I saw him, he was living in Orlando, and he was talking about. I mean, he he he, he got. His father gave him, uh, him and his brother, a bunch of coffee fields in San Salvador. Eddie went to – or El Salvador. All right. Eddie went to El Salvador. He's El Salvadorian and uh, – but grew up in Tallahassee, so he's part redneck too. Right. So Eddie went to El Salvador. was like, fuck this place. First day, right? <laughs> yeah. Sells his coffee fields. They're attached to his brothers. <laughs> he sells half the fucking coffee fields. His brother's like, what the fuck are you doing? Takes the money, moves to LA, and says, fuck it. I want to be an actor does one open mic at the, at the fucking laugh factory and all he does he doesn't have end does prepare any material he prepares like a hundred headshots with resumes and like and as he goes on stage he trips and throws them in the air they go all over the crowd he goes those are my resumes spread them around thank you and walks off stage. that was his only bit that's his only bit that's genius yeah. he's fucking he was he created so this is – one. Of the, I could talk about Eddie forever. He's one of those guys that just – he he's used to – I had a joke that I couldn't work out on stage. I couldn't figure out how it worked. The joke was um, I like to hit on girl – it was it was like a three-part joke about hitting on girls. One was when a girl says no and you hit on her, what I like to do is I like to take out a lollipop. And when she's not looking, throw it in her hair. And then the other one was I like to pretend to, to like do this. I don't know how to describe this, but I used to – like when the, what's really fun to do is when you're on a date and the girl's not looking – when she's turned away, do this yeah, like over putting, her beer. Yeah. Like you're putting a roofie in her beer. Like right, you just right, kind of right. rub your thumb and forefinger together right above her drink, like you're putting something in her drink. I told that to, I told her on to stage, you never got to laugh because I couldn't really vocalize. I couldn't really explain what I wanted out of that joke. And But Eddie thought it was genius. He was so fucking funny. He goes, that's, Bert, that is so great. And I go, yeah, I can't get to work. He goes, oh, it's not meant for stage. It's just meant for me and you. I go, what? And he goes, let's see how many people we can do that to tonight. So for the night, it was, I mean, it was like a fucking charge. You'd get, it was an inside joke you'd do where we'd be talking to someone and he'd go, oh my God, who is that? And she'd look away and Eddie would go, Bert. And he'd do it and it would be like – she'd come back and it was like so much – we were having so much fun doing it. And then he did it to Anthony Clark, the guy from Yes Dear, at the improv. <laughs> and we're all sitting around and Anthony Clark's talking to us and he has a martini glass <laughs> in his hand and Nick and me, Anthony Clark, and Nick Schwartz and an Eddie, and, and someone says something, and, and Eddie looks – Anthony looks away for a long time, and Eddie does a sprinkle of something in his drink, and Nick sees it, and Nick knows nothing in his hand. Nick starts laughing. I start laughing, and someone goes, he just roofied Anthony Clark, and Eddie's like, no, 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 no. And so we have to explain to Anthony. It's a joke. It's an inside joke. We don't, you know, like we're doing that to each other. Anthony Clark falls in love with it. He thinks it's fucking hilarious. And for like a solid six-month period, you could not go to the improv without someone pretending to sprinkle something in your drink. And it was Eddie. It was the way he saw it, and he would just take it to the next level. Right. I'm making him sound probably cooler than he is. But, but yeah, he's one of the most fascinating fucking people I've ever met in my entire life. Um, but
2: I got to get you two to party together.
0: Now, now what's uh, – I wonder how long we've been doing a podcast. I don't want to keep you up, but I also have to go to this fucking
2: party. I'm not in any rush, but whatever. What's the record?
0: Jesus, <laughs> Jesus Christ, not bad. Um, I did one. I, I I try to I try to keep them around like an hour thirty because I know when I listen to a podcast, an hour long podcast, I'm like, come on, man, you could. I listen to Kevin Pollux
2: a lot. And Do you, you listen to any any podcast really? I mean, Kevin Pollux, i listen listened to. He always I, I just I, I got started on it because I'm a huge Lost fan, and the first one I listened oh, to I was, was, with was with was with uh, Damon Lindelof. Who's that? The writer, creator. Wait, what did he talk about, oh, bro? That. The story on how Lost got made is absolutely insane. Lord uh, – what's his name? Lloyd Braun was the head of ABC. What was Lost on? NBC, ABC? ABC. Uh, ABC. ABC. Head of ABC, and he wanted – Survivor was going on the re- reality show, and he wanted – all he just had an idea of, a, I want a show plane Crash on an Island. I wanted Survivor as a scripted thing. Go. I want to make this. And um, there was a script that was passed around, and Lindelof was writing at the time for – crossing jordan he was writing for crossing jordan loved jj abrams who was writing for created alias and always wanted to be working with him somehow and finally a girl was like look i think i can get you a meeting with jj he needs someone to kind of figure out the script that they want to do That's probably never going to get made but at least you get the meeting and he goes into this whole thing he meets jj jj tells him the idea he prepares you know this is the way i would do it make it interesting and jj's like i like it and he's like Let's go. And like the next day, you met with JJ again. And finally, they turn the script in, and they're like, "Cool." He said, "From eleven weeks of them saying go, they had shot, finished, cut, mastered, locked. They shot basically a two-hour movie because uh, for the pilot, yeah, he literally with pre-production everything from them saying we like the script, they did it all in three weeks in Hawaii, where they shipped over a giant plane that they disassembled from the airport graveyard out in the desert." Ship that thing over. It's crazy the story. Really? Uh, yeah, you got to listen to him tell it on just how quickly and how it was all done. He was thirty years old and was a showrunner, thinking that someone else was going to be involved with it. And JJ was too busy; wasn't there? And he's running the show on an island in Hawaii. Like, I loved that fucking uh, show. It's, the
0: only that, that show there's anything about like that has something to do with like the supernatural or time travel. Like Quantum Leap was maybe my favorite show I've ever watched. It's great. I fucking love that. I walked into Donald Bellasario's office. He used to have an office on. I want to say Santa Monica and maybe like Gower or Vine um, in one of those buildings and I had a meeting there and I, w- I got, went to the wrong floor and I went to the door that I thought was going to be the one I want to and it was Donald Belisario and I was like, oh my God. And, but I'm already walked in and she goes, can I help you? And I go, is Donald Belisario here? <laughs> she goes, he is. I go, can I talk to him? And she goes, do you have a meeting? I was like, no, I'm actually here for an audition but I walked into the wrong room. I just wanted to tell him how much I absolutely loved Quantum Leap. She goes well. I will express that to him. I go. I can't just tell him real quick. She goes. No, I'm sorry, you can't. And I was like, Will you please tell him that my name is Bert Kreischer? And I just <laughs> loved Quantum Leap. She goes. I'll make sure that's said. Hey, when you move here, you move from
2: Florida, right? Yeah. Yeah. When you move here, I move from Texas. I. You don't feel that there's anything wrong with that. Like, why wouldn't you just come out yeah. and say hello? And like, you should be gracious that I'm coming here to say, thank you. You're so naive when you come out here, and everything seems okay. Yeah. You know, when I first moved here, I there was this uh, sushi place that just opened right across and like I'm from Texas and I'm like I'm going to start eating sushi this is going to be my place I walk I walk into this place I sit at the bar and uh, Hero who was the sushi chef starts talking with me and I'm you know telling him I don't really know anything about sushi he's making me all this stuff great time good food obviously over order and you know you'd seen in you know, movies and shit, you know, and you walk into sushi restaurants, they're like arigato, and oh, you yeah. like, arigato. I like, felt so cool when that happened. I walked in, I'm like, this is real. I used uh, to have
0: a joke about that, by the way. That every time they walked in, they'd say something. I'm sure they're like
2: fat asshole, yeah. and they're like fat asshole. Yeah, yeah you don't know what you're yeah.
0: saying. Yeah. And telling <laughs> back.
2: So I, so you know, dinner ends, I pay, and I, you know, I had all this extra food, and uh, still talking to the guy, and then I get up and I'm walking out, and as I'm walking out. You know, he has very broken English and he, and he yells, talk out, sir. And I put my fist up like Freddie Mercury walking off the stage. and I'm like, talk out, sir, and walk yeah. out. And then he goes running after me with, <laughs> with a plastic bag of my food and said, take out, sir. Take out. <laughs> <laughs> talk sir. I That's no, like such an asshole. There's is. this guy sitting with a girl and he looks up at me and he's like. Nice, yeah. Was, <laughs> well played, nice. Captain. Yeah. I mean, I felt so – never went back again. I was so embarrassed.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I I remember I had a lot of like, I felt I could. Uh, I I still had them. I like where I felt like I be, you could just interact with the celebrity because he was there, and you are like, yeah, like like that was how we almost got in a fight with that guy Devin Sawa. Um, he was dating, Koanga or Topanga.
2: Tapanga from Boy Meets World. Yeah, Topanga. it's a remaking um, with the, with them. What with Topanga, real Topanga, and, and Fred Savage, and no, no, Fred's brother Ben, ben Savage. Savage are remaking it as them as adults with a daughter. It's really cool. I love. The I fucking show. love like, it. That's great. great. I, I loved it too.
0: I loved it too. We used to watch it in college. We used to smoke pot and watch it in college. Yeah. And I was like, "Fuck!" That's so why I see her. Where
2: I'm about to start. She was always at Dublin's. She was Dublin's and Saddle
0: Ranch. We were at. Where were we? There, I don't even know if this is still a place. It's. It's on. Um, Miyagi, Melrose, <laughs> or Bel, or or Beverly. Just past La Cienega. It's probably on Beverly. Just Yeah, it's definitely on Beverly. Just past La Cienega. Past – fuck. I, w- I bet I could find it on my map. a club? It
2: was a it, – God, it's probably closed. Jesus Christ, this is probably 15 well, I mean, years every day, ago. You, you have six months on a place in L.A. these days. And then they just yeah. – they tear it down inside, redo it, rename it, and then all of a sudden it's amazing for two months.
0: It was – so anyway, I'm with Eddie. I'm with this guy – I could remember his name. He was uh, he was a really cool dude, and he now was making movies, and um, he's more very successful. And I am sure I am going to fucking not get a part in a movie because I can't remember his name. My wife knows him. He she, he also lived in the building that my wife used to manage. But he was the bad guy. Jesus Christ, I am being horrible at explaining this. He was the. Do you remember? Oh, do you remember DJ so. Squalls? Yeah, he had that movie where he was he was in high school yeah. right after it was like his the new his, guy. Yeah, the new guy. He was the bad guy in the new guy.
2: Ross Patterson. Are you fucking kidding me? I know everything. Are you fucking I, kidding my me? Movie knowledge, Are you fucking kidding me? My movie knowledge is unbelievable. Ross? It's Ross. Yeah. It's fucking Ross. He's married now. Yeah. I know Ross Patterson too. Really? Yeah. Okay, so it's me, yeah, Ross. And a guy named, do, you, do you know uh, Clayton Crawford? Joey Crawford? Um, I, I is that one of Ross's best friends? Yeah. yeah, real Southern Alabama kid. Yep, yep. Like yo, motherfucker, what are you doing out
0: here? So it's me, the two of time? them. It's Jesus Christ! I can't believe that you know this. Yeah. Me, the two of them, and Eddie. Ross was dating my, our, Eddie, and my roommate at the time, Monica, and and she was also Monica Barquette. Do you know her? Yeah, Monica Barquette. The agent, she was an agent. God damn it! Yeah,
2: yeah. So cross paths for sure. Holy shit! Yeah, I
0: know. That's Monica. crazy. So well, me, Eddie. Uh, ross and what 's his name all go out. We all go out to party and we go to this place I've, I've, I almost found it on the on the it doesn't matter name of the place doesn 't matter so We go to this place we 're sitting there and i 'm about to start i 'm starting shooting my first TV show the next day it 's sunday night i 'm shooting Monday morning and we are uh, we're sitting having drinks and, and I had had a bracelet on that broke and and all the beads had fallen on the table and we were taking the beads trying to throw it in each other 's beers. We were just fucking around. So I go – and I get up to the bathroom and I see Topanga. So I go – I stop and I'm like, hey – but this—I'm so new to Hollywood. I don't know. You can't just go, "Hey, you're Topanga." And also, you think you know them, like. right? I, the original, and I had done this to Reese Witherspoon like two weeks before. Is I had seen her writing in her diary. I just thought I knew her. Where and did I,
2: you go to school? Yeah. Did you go to? Did you go to Arizona State?
0: And I was like, no. I know you, Florida State. And she was like, No. She was writing in her diary, and I was in her fucking diary. She's married with kids at the time, and I'm like, What are you writing? And she was like, It's none of your business. And I was like, Easy. I was like, Fucking bitch. And then I went and pissing. I'm like, Oh, that's Reese Witherspoon. So. uh so I see her and I go, Topanga. And she goes, I, that's not my name. And I go, but you're Topanga. I go, you're fucking Topanga. I go, guys, it's Topanga. And they all get up and they're like, Topanga. And she's, and now she is with Devin and then two of his buddies. And so I go, I go, man, that's so cool. I go, I'm just, I just, that's so neat. I just moved out here and he's being real cunty. He's like, yeah, we can tell. And I was like, and I was like, well, I just wanted to say, I go, we used to smoke weed in college and watch your TV show. And it's so neat to meet you. It's my first day out here. And I'm such a fucking rube. I'm like, I'm starting my TV show tomorrow. And she was like, good for you. I said, I'd love to have you as a guest sometime. She was like, well, that, that, she was very sweet. She was very sweet. She was like, that would be really nice. And I was like, oh, cool. So I go to the bathroom. I've gotta wish I could remember this name of this place because the, the bathroom had a it was a long hallway where you had to walk down this way, then take a left and walk more long, and then one right and then the two of the bathrooms. So it's uh, I'm gonna now I gotta find the name of the fucking place so you know the fucking Melrose. place I'm talking. It's Melrose or Beverly, just past La Cienega. I'm gonna find the fucking place. East or West.
2: Um of La Cienega?
0: It is it is west of La Cienega.
2: Okay. Um Villa? If
0: you said the name, I'll definitely remember it. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna fucking go on my phone. Um, Fairfax Cadillac Olympic. No, third. It might be on third now that I think about it. No, it's not on third. That's Cedar Cyanide. Guys. Uh, it's guys. It's guys. Is that the place?
2: Yeah, it's not guys anymore. It's, it, now. it's
0: like it's, it was up on the second story. It, it was across the street from guys. It was up on the second story. Um, it doesn't matter. Everyone's bored right out right of their mind. Jer- Jerry Zelli? No, no. It's across the street, though. It's on the other side of the street, and it's a little further down. It's maybe more in Beverly Hills adjacent. Anyway, so you, there was a long hallway to go to the bathroom. Cut right, then cut left, and then the bathrooms were there. I go to take a piss, and I go to the bathroom, and I'm like, still kind of bubbling. I'm like, I just met Tabanga. And so, and now this guy just, Devin St- Soa had just had his movie, um, Destination Unknown. Destination, ter- Final
2: destination. Yeah, destination. So he was like a movie star. He's also the quarterback in Little Giants. Really? Yeah, he's a little kid that they like just comes with the new kid to town. Oh, shut the fuck up. He's throwing toilet paper in the, in the grocery store. And he, Rick Moranis knows him. He's like found like his, his secret weapon. Oh, I didn't know. I
0: didn't know that. I thought, oh, so funny. He was like a child actor. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, um, so I go to the bathroom, I come back and Eddie and my Eddie and Ross and the other dude are gone. They're fucking gone. And I'm like, and I sit down at the table and I'm like where the fuck did they go? And I get up and I look around and I see Devin and Topanga and I go I go hey, where did you know where my friends went? And she and Devin's like yeah, and you better get the fuck out of here too. And I'm like I think he's fucking with me. I think he's joking. And he's like they're out of here and you better get the fuck out of here too. And I'm like okay. He uh, big dude no he's tiny yeah, I was like he's shit. tiny I was the same size I am now yeah. probably but just more hair and, and <laughs> I was like I was like oh. and then I look at Topanga and she goes seriously not cool and I go okay and I'm like well, what the fuck is that about so I walk over and I start looking around and I see Eddie and Ross and this other guy fucking scrapping with bouncers like they're fucking yelling at bouncers And I walk down a little bit and I go, what happened? They're like, fuck that guy, fuck him, fuck him, we'll kick his ass, fuck them. And so uh, they know his name. And so I go, okay. So I walk up and and Devin Soa says something again and then him and his boys walk to the bathroom now him and his boys are hollywood actors they're small guys and i am straight out of florida state right. i am we were fist fighting in bars with men like like uh, maybe like 6 months ago but but i'm still young and i'm still fresh out of college so i follow i walk down this long hallway take a right take a left all the way down this other hallway Take a right And they're standing at the bathroom And they're talking about I hear them talking about How they're gonna fuck those guys up And I get right up in his face And I go I'm right here Fucking do it And he goes What? I go I'm right fucking here man Fucking take a swing I go I will fucking kick your And I start talking shit Like I know what I'm talking about I'm like I will fucking You want some? I will fuck you up right now kid You And I'm like I was like Seriously? Step the fuck off And I turn away To walk away And I realize There's fucking three dudes there <laughs> And I sprint running down the hallway like, get me the fuck out of here. None of my friends are here. I don't know how to fight. I'm like, help, help, help. And I just sprint. And they chase me. They chase me out of the fucking bar. And I'm like, Eddie, Ross, I need help. Eddie and Ross are fucking getting the shit kicked out of them by two bouncers. And I get up. I'm like, we got to go. We got to go. And. And Devin Soha fucking comes off. There was a set of stairs. There was a second story. And he comes over and he starts talking shit. And Eddie fucking jumps up and smacks him in the face. And the kid's like, what? And then the bouncer threw Eddie. I've never seen a man throw another man that far. He threw him across a fucking crosswalk. Like, across the street. Eddie had to hit the fucking walk button. But, like, <laughs> you know, that, that was that kid. God damn,
2: I can't believe you know. You know Ross? Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, yeah. I mean, used to party with him. Ross and... uh and uh Clayne Crawford, or Joey Crawford, whatever he goes by. Um Yeah, I've known them for years. Years. Yeah. God, I wonder if we ever partied together and just didn't know it. There's a good chance of that. That's so funny. There's definitely a good chance of that. I mean, shit, dude, I've been out, you know, crossing paths with all different people in this town for 10 years, 11 years. Um I'm sure we did at some point. We definitely had a lot of the same parties or events yeah. or whatever. We got to go out and party. We got to go out and party. Always
0: down. I'm, I'm never home. That's the only problem.
2: Yeah, you're traveling a lot now. Yeah, I'm traveling because well, when you get done with the travel kind of thing, then you take off and to go do stand up. I too, do right? stand up. I'm the second we stop shooting, I go right to do stand up. And then I'm God, Stand up is one of those like those goals in life that I've always said I'm going to do. And I you got to try it. Just try it. And pages and pages. Like I keep in my email. Like when I'm out at night, I'll email something, and just in the subject line is stand up. And then you could do. write it down, and then I Google on my Gmail. I just put in search stand up, and then I'll just boom, all these pages pop up. Yeah. I just don't know how to put it together. It's uh yeah,
0: it's, the hardest part of stand up w- when you when you when you're starting is the hardest part is uh getting your first laugh. I'm always like right. I always thought when I started I was like I could definitely do it if I if they were laughing when I got on stage. Right. But they are. The guy before you gets them to laugh and then you come up and you just, it's like still to this day there's sometimes if you overthink it you'll be like how the fuck do I get my first laugh? Like and then you'll be like that's crazy cuz then sometimes you just get a laugh and you don't know how you got it. And you're right. just like, "Oh, there we go. We started." Yeah.
2: Looks like it started. I've been doing it for a while though. You got to try it. I'd like to try it. I mean, it's one of the like. I always my first laugh is like, yeah. I'd always say because it happens to me all the time when I go out. My my friends hate it because they hear it all the time. Yeah. But when I go out, the girls will like girls will come up and they're like, oh, oh my god, you're the guy from The Hangover, and I'm like mm-hmm. Bradley Cooper, <laughs> and they're yeah. like. No, no, no. I'm like, oh, the, the guy they call Fat Jesus in the movie, yeah. that's really, really <laughs> sweet of you. You look like Sandra Bernhardt. Yeah. <laughs> and then they don't, they're young. They don't know who Sandra Bernhardt is. Yeah. And they I wonder, look, how, wonder then how they, how they go know. look her up and they come yeah. running back. They're like, you think I look like this?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, that That's so funny. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Stand, you got to try stand-up. You just got to try it. i like to. I definitely would like to give it a shot. All right. I got to go to a fucking birthday party. Go to the party. Um, I had a blast, man. Will you come back and do the podcast again? Yeah, dude, anytime. Are you cool? Sometimes I do group podcasts where I bring a bunch of dudes in. Yeah, I love me new people. And cool. I'm going to bring you in. It gets
2: funny anyway. gonna br- off everybody. Yeah,
0: I'll bring you in with uh, – I usually I just have like my comic friends like uh, Ari and Tom and Duncan and Brendan. You'd love Brendan. You and Brendan would get along really well. Yeah, just whoever, Yeah, so uh, I'll do that. Um, feed the Beast. Feed the Beast is uh, – This is going up. I'm fast-tracking this. This is going to air. I'm going to post this Monday night Maybe even Monday. I might even post it Monday because I'll be in Puerto Rico Monday night. I might post it Monday and uh, and so that your show airs Wednesday.
2: Wednesday, March 6th at uh, 9 p.m. Eastern and Pacific and uh, 8 p.m. Central, 7 Mountain. Uh, just Tivo, set a season pass. Check so them out later if you need take to.
0: Take a second right now. Yeah. Set your season pass. Let's if you can do it, it on your phone, set it. Feed the Beast, Mikey Rowe. You can get them at, at M-I-K-E-Y-R-O-E and uh hey thanks for doing this man i appreciate it. I, I, I hope your thanks show i hope your show fucking blows up bringing me on
2: and helping me promote and bring it
0: out no don't mention and it man it's, a, it's a good a show on this network yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey you'd be shocked if they keep around <laughs> i made a living out of it <laughs> thanks mikey thank you